Hey, this is Coach Hickam, retired coach from Northside High School, and it's crunch time. Believe with all your heart. Believe in yourself. Believe in each other. And believe that in four quarters, we're going to walk in this locker room, we're going to break the music up, and we're going to dance. From the studios of WPLY, in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia, this is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and Crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. It's Crunch Time, baby! <laughs> That's Get, mid-season four. Getting better. Getting better. <laughs> Man, I tell you, it's week three of uh, 2022 high school football. Man, what a game. Just south of Stanton last night at Riverheads High School. Wow, I'm telling you what, that record's gone. That yes. record's no more. Yes. 52 uh, games in a row before Lord Botetot went up there and took them down last night. We're going to talk all about that game. We were there. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, it was it was exciting to be there. Full house. Um just, just a great, just a great battle um, last night, and I think that was was it. Lane High School had the record. Yes. Yeah, Lane yes. High School out of Charlottesville. Yep. So, um, but anyways, we're going to talk about that. Uh, a lot of fun last night up there. Uh, how about Pulaski County? Let, let me just name a few teams. We're going to talk about uh, these games here a little bit later on. Pulaski County Thursday night uh, over there with uh, with Bluefield West Virginia. That was a good game. James River Heritage. Yeah. Rona Catholic got their first win. Nice. Very nice. Uh, I know Coach likes that, being an uh, ex-Catholic coach. Exactly. Does that sound right, ex-Catholic? Coach. Yeah, I <laughs> guess. Put the coach in there. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Glenver. Glenver got their first win of the season over K-Spring. And we watched, uh, Jimmy and I took in a great volleyball game uh, this week, uh, Thursday night. Uh, Mr. Dave Ross was there calling all the action. That was fun. The silky smooth Dave Ross. Dave, was that a great game or what? Great match? Outstanding. Both teams very good. Uh, we have some, you know, aside from those two teams, of course, Lord Bonneton's good. There's a number of very good uh, volleyball teams within our region right here. Yeah, we've got some great volleyball. And I tell you, little Kaylee Pond, man, she took over that game. Uh, but we've got a uh, we've got an interview with Carla Pond, the coach, and, and we'll play that for you a little bit later if you're a, a volleyball fan. But um, All right, so you're listening to Crunch Time, your weekly area high school football radio show for Central and Southwest Virginia. In the, Let me set the studio. In the studio with me today, directly north, I don't know if it's north or not, but it is to me. Yes. <laughs> directly north, needs no introduction, Coach Randy Lefwich. Yes. Uh, to his left, we're glad to have him, the one and uh, the only Dave Ross. Uh, anchoring the show, uh, beside Dave, uh, Mr. Crunch MVP. Jimmy Whitaker. They call him Jimmy Thing on the street. I don't what they say. <laughs> you know, what they I, say. I don't know what street you're on, but that's what they call him <laughs> on the street. But uh, and, uh, and, and in studio with us today, special guest, my brother, Stuart York. Uh, glad to have him. He was at the Riverheads game with us, uh, with me last night. And man, the, the dude can shoot some photos, can he, Jimmy? Yes, he can, and I only wished I would have sent him with a better camera. <laughs> he certainly doesn't take after his brother. There you go. He's got another brother? Uh, oh, you're no, talking about no, me. I'm talking about you. <laughs> All right. All right. So, um, but anyways, back to Crunch MVP. So, for great high school sports photos in Roanoke, Lynchburg, and New River Valley, 
Uh, go to crunchmvp.com. And, and believe me, we pick up a lot of schools from outside the area, too. Yes. We've had Dinwiddie. We got Riverheads now. Yep. Um, just a lot of good teams from outside our area. So even if you're not in the Crunch area, get on crunchmvp.com and uh, check out the photos. And like we always say, if you weren't at the game, we take so many photos, you can actually look at the photos and ex- almost it was almost like you were at the game. Just watch them one after another, and you can kind of get the flow of the games and and how they played out. And we were at three great games last night, and we're going to talk about all three of those. So, and and finally, you know, thanks to all you fine folks out there for listening. Without you, um, and watching on Facebook uh, live, but without you, we wouldn't have a show. We'd just be talking to ourselves, which we've been known to do. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> this year, uh, we want to hear more from you, our listeners. On Crunch Time, email us at crunchhsports at gmail.com. That's crunchhsports at gmail.com. Uh, give us a, you know, sh- shoot something out to us. We want to hear what you think of the show. We want to hear if you were at a game we weren't at or you observed something last night. Let us know. We'll uh, we'll check it out during the show or on breaks. And if there's uh, any good comments, please uh, please let us know. Uh before we get into high school here, uh, college, just the, the big schools in Virginia, UVA's at Illinois today, 4 p.m. Uh, that's a game. Coach, what do you think about that, You being a big UVA who guy? You know, this is one of these games that we've watched Illinois this year. And, look, they're talented. They're they're really a good team. And right now I think the line this morning was uh, they're a four-point favorite. But I think that's one of those lines that you're getting the love because you're at home. Right. So I think I think this is – you know, they're fairly evenly matched. The one thing we have to watch right now with Virginia is that defense. If Virginia can get the, that defense corrected, the offense will take care of itself. Uh, I think it'll be a close game today. Hopefully Virginia's on the winning end. Well, they got a quarterback, that's for sure. I mean, he can flat out get it. Um, and then uh, at 8 o'clock tonight, we got Boston College at Virginia Tech. Yeah, that's... Virginia Tech's got to right the ship here. They they lost to ODU last week. and Right. Well, and this game, you know, you take a look at it and you see, uh, you know, Jerkovic up there as quarterback and you see the, uh, I think it's the Flowers kid that they've got as wide receiver. That's about it that they have. The offensive line is struggling. The defensive line is struggling for Boston College. This is one of these games you feel like Pry can, you know, can win this game fairly easy. If they do not win this ball game. You've got issues because you're starting to get into the heart of your schedule. Right. And these next five games, don't be surprised. If they lose this game tonight, Virginia Tech could easily be one and six. One, Yikes. You know, yeah, it's going to get tough on them fast. I tell you, man, there there, there might be some uh, buildings going up in flames if they yes. go one and six. I yeah. mean, there's some people would be really pretty unhappy with that. That's but, it. Uh, all right, so I just got to say, uh, again, uh, you know, the game that's really buzzing with us is this uh, Botetot over Riverheads to end that streak. Um, you know, Stu, uh, last night my brother Stu was with me, like I said, and he was, you know, what, about three-quarters of the game, he said, do they have punters in Virginia? <laughs> Stu lives in Florida. Okay. So he's like, do they punt up here? Because there, there, I think there was one punt the whole night. And, uh, you know, but uh, these teams were all business. They, I don't know how many fourth downs uh, Lord Botetot picked up. Uh, nicely just had a fantastic night. Uh, and then the other big story was uh, the Cash Cook kid got knocked out of the game. Okay. Uh, he separated his shoulder. And, and uh, so there was hard, hard hitting. But uh, it was a typical, you know, Riverheads game. If you watch them, I mean, they get behind their pads. 
They run between the tackles. They, they get outside. They'll throw occasionally. They didn't change one thing. Right. And last night was to break, what, Phoebus's record, and then the next game would have broken Dale's uh, high school record. Right. So, yeah. Hey, and I was going to say, looking through the photos uh, from last night's game, there was a telling uh, banner that was up for Lord Botetot, which I thought was interesting that they would say that before the game, but the banner read, pucker up, close your eyes, Kiss your winning streak goodbye. <laughs> Pretty bold. That sounds like kids. Yeah, exactly. Well, I know, but still, that yeah. was kind of wild to see, you know, that they were bold to put that out there. Well, you know, one of the things we had heard earlier in the season, and it was funny because it started rumbling through the valley that we were getting ready to watch Lord Botetot run the wing tee. Yeah. And that's what you were hearing. They were like, you know, they're running the wing tee in practice. They're getting ready to run. And it's like... So that first game, everybody was kind of like, don't be surprised if Lord Bonatine shows up and starts right. running that wing tee. And then next thing you know, you're like, well, no, they're not getting ready to run it. They're getting ready to defend it. Right. And so they're running it in practice so they can defend it against Riverheads. But no, that was the rumbling from week one mm. that everybody kind of thought, because we thought Jamari Nicely would get back in there, run that wing tee, and Rivers had, had such success with it that we could see that. But, no, they were just getting ready for this ball game, and it, it fell in their favor last mm. night. Well, I tell you, you know, Harless is uh, – he's a great coach, but one of the things about Jamie Harless is, you know, Riverheads beat them pretty good last year. Yeah. Against, you know, a pretty good Botata yes. team. But once Harless sees you once – Right. You know, Salem's a little bit like that. Holter's like that over there. Once they see you once, you might get them once. Yeah. But the next time you play them, you're going to have to do something different. You're not going to be able to do the same things you had success with the first time. Right. I mean, they're just going to stop that. So, and I'm not saying Riverheads didn't have success. They ran the ball like they normally do. Sure. Um, but but Botetot just wasn't going to falter. They just, uh, and we'll, we'll talk more about that yeah. game here in a little bit. But, um, all right, so we, we had some other great uh, uh, games of the week. Jimmy, Who? where were our teams last night? Um, you certainly had a, a pretty good game over there at, uh, at Giles uh, High yeah. School. Graham, uh, Graham and I traveled down to uh, Giles High School where it was a, a, a big game between George With and Giles. And um, that, you know, it, it was a tight game at first, but then George With obviously, you know, turned on the burners and, and, and you know, put a put an end to it. But beautiful. Every time I go there, I always think about how pretty it is to be yeah. there. And it was another beautiful night for football. So uh, that's where we were last night. Good crowd. Yep, great crowd. Of course, it always confuses me when you walk in there you always think the home side's going to be the closest one. And you walk in and you look in, and, and it's the visitor side. The home side is all the way on the other side where the big whistle is. Or the right. Big I horn. think the visitor side's where the, the uh, box the is. Box yeah, is. the press yeah. box is on it's the visitor a side. confusing. Okay. But you quickly, you know, get your bearings <laughs> right. and, and notice that everybody's on the other side. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. they play that horn, you know, that, that train horn. So yeah. you'll find the home, the home side pretty quick. But I did hear, you know, one of the George with, uh, uh, you know, people on the sidelines say, you know, that they weren't going to hear the horn much that night, and, and they didn't. So the horn did not blow, but, a, you know, one time when they scored one touchdown. So it was quite well, you, an evening. You know, it's funny because uh, a few years back, I think it was a few years back, uh, you know, Glenver and Giles are big rivals, and the Glenver band figured out how to emulate that horn in the band. Nice. So they kept playing it on their side through the band, through whatever, the tuba or whatever instruments they were playing it with. And it was kind of funny because uh, 
the Giles fans, I think, got kind of mad yeah. at one time on that. So, And then our our third game, uh, Dave Ross, actually, with the game of the week, uh, was at LCA in Franklin County. Just real quick, Dave, uh, what was your impression of that game? We'll talk more about it here in a second, but what, what was your overall impression? Well, the the final score doesn't indicate it was a it was a close ball game, and uh, I think certainly one of the turning points was when uh, the LCA football team scored on the final play of the first half, and that from that point on they sort of took control. But um, you know, I was impressed with both teams, and um, I was in the LCA in the stands uh-huh. on that side, and. Uh, uh, was surprised that, you know, a number of people commented about this show and all. As, as So that was... that was How about that? Yes. And, uh, of course, we're very thrilled uh, that I knew a guy named Leftwich. So that's that's a big plus. Yeah, it helps. I mean, they call him Leverage over at Phil, uh, Fleming. Yeah, Fleming. Fleming. Yeah. Fleming. That's Fleming. right. Fleming. <laughs> William Fleming. All right, guys, let's do our normal thing here. Let's circle the campfire and talk about what we saw Again, just a brief recap. We'll get in the games here more uh, as as we move along. But, uh, Coach, uh, you know, what game last night? I mean, obviously the Riverheads bought a talk game, but what, what game caught your eye? You know, I don't know if it was a game that caught my eye last night, but I'll be honest with you, just what I'm seeing up in Franklin County is really starting to catch my eye because you take a team that's one and two right now, but you take a look at the two losses that they have. They were in that ball game last night. They were in that Salem game. Yep. Lost that game, mm. you know, on the roll of a dice of sitting there going, hey, we're going to take the shot and see if we can win this thing. I'm really impressed with what Coach Edwards and them are doing up at Franklin County. This is a team that's on the come. You're watching them. Expect big things out of this team this year. They're going to reach up and grab somebody. Right. And they're going to ruin somebody's season. It Coach, just it just looks that way. Coach, are you uh... – Seeing anything in the crystal ball for Franklin County? Just, not, I'm just curious. Not yet. Not there. Not Still yet. Still cloudy. Still cloudy. Okay. It, it may clear up some down the road, All but right. right now it's a little cloudy. I always like to ask. Yes. Yeah, you're always borrowing it. Exactly. Yeah. You're always exactly. blaming Coach on using his crystal ball. <laughs> All right, let's talk about um, uh, Jimmy. What caught your eye last night? Uh, I know you were at a game, but what what caught your eye around well, the area? Uh, yeah, I mean. Um, I think the thing, you know, I always try to look at the, you know, my phone because we have a tendency to text each other back and forth to right. your scores. And, and um, you know, I think the Glenver, you know, win, yes. that sort of, you know, surprised me. And then, you know, uh, another one was, you know, as I was looking at my phone, which obviously was slow on updates, uh, but, I, you know, when I was watching, you know, the scores come in about uh, Northside Hidden Valley, I mean, obviously right. a, a great game and, you know, a great event for Coach Hickam, you know, as well. But those those are a couple that jumped out at me. Yeah, the appreciation night for Coach Hickam, uh, you know, that that was a big thing. And I know there was a pretty good crowd there to support that and, and uh, support him and uh, kind of a cool thing going on over at Northside. Uh, Dave, what, uh, you know, just around the area, what's, what score jumped out at you uh, last night that, you know, maybe you, maybe it wasn't your game? What was another game that kind of jumped out? Well, as you mentioned, uh, that Glenver Cave Spring game, you know, they only scored three points, but, you know, what, they've given up 10 points in three games. Yeah. And they're two yeah. and one. I mean, that that says a lot. That uh, was definitely a, what I consider a 
so that, uh, somewhat surprising game. And then I was also somewhat surprised at the score of the Salem-Fleming game. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think it'd be a, you know, wide margin like that. I, right. I, I, I didn't see that at all. And uh, so you look there and then you see the Seminole District continue to roll. Oh. Uh, the SEC of... Uh, yes. Yeah, but but w there was a score there. I, it was Amherst played GW Danville. Right, it? yeah. I mean, that was... They just blew them away. Right. And that just isn't really what you see from GW Danville right. on, a, on a regular basis. I mean, they're always usually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that was a EC Glass. Uh, EC Glass and GW Danville score. Is that what you're referring to? No, I think Amherst... Was with GW last night, wasn't it? Or who had? Well, I, no, no, I, I Glass and Amherst, right, Amherst beat Blacksburg. Blacksburg, yeah. there you go. Sixty-three yeah. to fourteen. Which I'll get to the scores in a bit to get us all You're up to right. date. You're right. Yeah. It was he, uh, EC Glass? It's okay, but you know. But no, you you take a look at that SEC down there. That's what we call them, the SEC of the area, because that's the cream of the crop right there in this area. Is that Seminole District? You take a look at Rustburg. You take a look at Amherst. You take a look at you know what Brookfield did to Fluvanna last night. Yeah. I'm talking Chuck Baker, or is that Chuck yeah, Baker? That's yeah, that's Chuck Baker's high school. Louisiana, yeah. yeah. During the uh, game last night, the Haley Toyota game of the week, <laughs> he sat there last night and said, "Coach, stop sending scores. I don't want to know the score anymore." <laughs> flying flukas weren't flying. <laughs> you know, it got bad. But Dave, to come back to what you were saying about the Cave Spring game, the offense just wasn't clicking last night. Yeah, they've got a solid defense. That defense is unbelievable over there. It allowed ten points last night. But that, you know, Altizer, he got knocked out of the ball game. Nah, that's a big that's a big thing for him. And it just, the offense just was not clicking last and night. And so for our listeners, if you haven't seen the scores, it was a 10-3 to game. Glenver right. over Cave Spring last night. So could have went either way. It's a one-score game. Right. But uh, Glenver finally got a win. You know, we were expecting Glenver yeah. to really take off. And they, they were 0-2 coming into this. One of the things that really helped Glenver last night was, and trust me, teams are going to do this against Cave Spring Glenver held the ball for like eight minutes of the first quarter. It was just one of those things of here, take the ball, take the ball, two yeah. yards, three yards, take the ball. And trust me, other teams will use this against Cave Spring, and that offense just needs to get better right now. Run clock, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave Ross, what's our game today? Uh, we got a game that's going to be airing at 3 o'clock on CrunchHSSports.com, our Crunch Game of the Week with Dave Ross. What is the, what is the game people can watch? The Eagles of Franklin County against the Bulldogs of Liberty Christian Academy. I tell you, it's going to be, if you yeah. haven't seen this Gideon Davidson run yet, I mean, Georgia thinks enough to offer him. I mean, right. the, the dude can, and, and have you noticed in the games that they've won, he's had a pick six, I think, every time. Yeah. He gets a big interception and scores when he gets it. Oh, he, right. Listen, he did everything last night. And then. When he wasn't doing something, his brother Caleb was uh, doing something. I mean, they are a <laughs> dynamic duo. I'm going to tell you that. That's, uh, but it's uh, you know, it's a well-coached football team and uh, fundamentally sound. And I think that, uh, as most people expected, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with as the season progresses. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It's going to be fun to watch that Seminole District and see how it shakes out. Yeah. Uh, somebody's got to lose. You right. know, they can't. They're not going to play the ties against no. each other all season long. That's it. Our choices for this week, we're announcing uh, our choices right now. Our choices for this week that you can go ahead and vote on for our next week's game is Northside at Salem. Okay. Or Hidden Valley at Glenver. Nice. Okay. So if you're listening, uh, go out to 
uh, go on uh, on the internet and send us a vote at uh, crunchhssports at gmail.com. Right. crunchhssports at gmail.com. And, and just uh, tell us which, one, which game you want to watch. This is a totally, you know, you dictate what we cover. Right. So you, the listener, tell us what you want us to cover, and, and that's the game we'll be at. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. All right, so uh, man, we got a lot to get da- get to, but let's let's go ahead and do a score rundown, Jimmy. Uh, let's have Jimmy thing do our scores in the area, and let's catch up there. Go ahead. All right, Jimmy. so here we are for week three. So on Thursday evening, Pulaski County thirty five, Bluefield thirty three, and also James River forty seven, Perry McClure seven, and then on into the Friday night games last night, Roanoke Catholic fifty eight, Fuqua thirty, Narrows forty, Chilhowie twenty two. George with 35, Giles 7, Radford 48, Fort Chiswell 0, Floyd County 38, Auburn 0, Buckingham County 50, William Campbell 20, Galax 42, Carroll County 7, Glenver 10, Cave Spring 3, Christiansburg 41, William Bird 0, Hidden Valley 32, Northside 29, Lord Botetot 35, Riverheads 21, Russburg 42, Alta Vista Combined 13, Stanton River 28, Liberty Bedford 7, Heritage 50, Appomattox County 14, Brookville B 61, Fluvanna County 14, Amherst County 63, Blacksburg 14, EC Glass 49, GW 0, Patrick Henry 39, Albemarle 28, Salem 49, William Fleming 12, Liberty Christian Academy 34, Franklin County 14, and North Cross 49, East Montgomery 0. And there you have it for week three. Nice job. Nice job there. Um, so a lot of interesting scores uh, on that rundown. We're going to talk again. We're going to talk more about those games here in a bit. Our Haley Toyota legendary coach uh, player uh, this week will be Jim Hickam in honor of yeah. uh, the Hickam Appreciation Night. Uh, we've got a great interview with uh, Coach Hickam uh, talking about uh, maintain the chain, and a lot of the p- former players and coaches will enjoy uh, that interview. Um, it's a lot of fun; always a lot of fun to talk to Coach Hickam. Uh, and then we've got more interviews. Uh, we've got Coach Harless uh, from Botetourt. We've got uh, Riverheads coach Norcross after after they lost. Uh, we got Coach Harner from of George With from the uh, George With Giles game, and then we uh, we have an interview with uh, uh, Carla Pond the Hidden Valley uh, volleyball coach. We'll get to those a little here in a little bit. But I, there's a, Jamie Harless, uh, we have a couple interviews with him. I'm going to let Coach play the first one. Uh, this was right after the game, and uh, you can hear in Coach Harless how, how proud he was about his uh, team's effort. I mean, it's, uh, you know, going into this, we knew it was a really big game. And it's just like I said earlier, this is such a magnificent place to come play football. You know, the tradition that's been built here, the sense of community. I mean, these guys, to me, they got it going on in every aspect better than any program in the state of Virginia. And I'm jealous of it. There seemed like a mutual respect between the teams tonight. Yeah, you know, I mean, we, we got the same mentality about football, and I think we teach our kids the same mentality about life. You know, it's, it's four quarters, right? And your character comes out of you as that third and fourth quarter start coming on, you know? And a big game for Riverheads, you know, a lot of pressure on their end. What did you tell the boys before coming out tonight? Big game. You know, when you're playing big games, that means you're a good football team. This wouldn't have been a big game if we wouldn't have been a good team. It would have just been another game for Riverheads to come out and blow somebody out. 
but you know tons of respect for Riverheads I mean like I said I'm jealous of this community I'm jealous of the way the program's set up I mean it's unbelievable I mean it's I mean Lord it's exciting I want to come up and buy a Riverhead shirt <laughs> I do I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie I mean it's exciting Coach Harless wants to buy a Riverhead shirt. Nice. <laughs> well, after you beat a team that's won 52 in a row, I guess, you know, you can go buy a Riverhead shirt. But uh, that's just one of the interviews. We've got some more interviews later in the show. But it's always good to hear the coach right after the game. You know, that win last night sent shockwaves across the state because you just literally did something that, you know, 52 other teams could not get done. That had a few state championships yes, in it, too. along the way. So right now, if you're Coach Norcross – with Riverheads, you just go in that locker room and you say, guess what, next week we start the streak all yeah. over again. That's right. And, you know, we'll figure it out. We'll take care of business. You know, like you said, you know, you have a player get knocked out of the ball game that you rely on quite a bit. You know, you run up against an extremely talented team here. And, you know, both of them well coached. And, you know, Jamie will bring his team back. You know, Coach Norcross will bring his team back. They'll get reset and... They'll play ball next week. Well, we're going to talk about it, but Jakari nicely had a career yeah. night last night. I mean, he did yeah. everything. He was involved in all their scores, had an interception. We're going to talk about that here in a second. All right, I want to talk uh, right now about one of our, our sponsors, the Salem Civic Center. Uh, great crunch sponsor. Really appreciate all they do for us. A lot going on over there. Um, September 17th, they've got a career fair. Uh, the Roanoke Valley Regional Public Safety Group yeah. is putting that on, so... Uh, if you're looking for a job or looking for work, that's a good place to go. Also on the 17th, uh, that night, Gary Allen, the Ruthless Tour. I like it. Uh, so country music's modern day outlaw. Uh, I think that's one of Dave Ross's favorites. Isn't that Dave? Dave's just grinning over there. A uh, couple songs, Every Storm Runs Out of Rain uh, is one that people might know. Show starts at 730. Tickets start at 3750. Get your, get your tickets at the uh, Salem Civic Center box office. Uh, Monday through Friday, uh, 8 to 5 is when they're open. Or you can get them online at uh, Ticketmaster. Um, also, September 24th, Southwest Virginia's Bigfoot and Friends. Um, all the paranormal paranormal stuff. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there'll be vendors there, costumes, the whole thing, 9 to 5 on the 24th. So, you know, leading up to, I guess, uh, Halloween, the the following month, if you want to get in the mood, that's uh, that's where you need to be on the 24th. Can we get Jimmy dressed up like Bigfoot and send him over there? That'd be good. I like yeah. that. Do a like little on-the-spot on the reporting. <laughs> Jimmy thing Bigfoot coming your way. Exactly. <laughs> He'll bring a Jimmy thing out of that, you watch. Uh, October 22nd, uh, Co Wetzel, great show, blend of rock country and some grunge in there. So, uh you know, uh, some of their songs, uh, something to talk about, uh, The Good Die Young. Check it out. Uh, Salem Civic Center is a great place to go. A lot of good family shows. Um, and they're a great sponsor of uh, local high school sports. I like it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Hey, folks, it's Joel Shepard from Virginia Furniture Market. We've held over our Labor Day savings event for one final week. Find exceptional values throughout our stores and up to 60 months special financing with approved credit. Enjoy big savings on our huge in-stock selection with the latest styles for immediate delivery. We've held over these savings on reclining sets, sofas, sectionals, and solid wood bedrooms and dining. And with our low price guarantee, you're getting the region's best value 
values guaranteed. With thousands of five-star reviews, we'll deliver it with great service. Enjoy savings up to $1,000 on Tempur-Pedic, Sealy, and Stearns and & Foster mattresses at all six of our Virginia Furniture Market mattress stores. And our outlets are packed with savings on discontinued and special buys. If you've even thought about buying furniture or mattresses, this is the time. So let's make it happen at Virginia Furniture Market, online at vafurnituremarket.com. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Southern Air is your heating and cooling solution in your home and your business. Understanding how to maintain these systems is a career, and one you can pursue without spending a dollar on tuition or books. Whether you're a high school senior or looking to start a new career, Southern Air's apprenticeships pay you to learn a trade. HVAC, electrical, plumbing, sheet metal, welding, and more. You don't need a college degree to be a success. Learn more at southern-air.com careers today. Southern Air, your HVAC fix since 1946. Southern Air, a proud sponsor of high school sports in Central and Southwest Virginia. Hey, football fans, I'm Jason Bialik, VP of Mortgage Lending with Guaranteed Rate, right here in Southwest Virginia. Working with a local mortgage expert to navigate through today's real estate market is more important than ever. Get pre-approved on our fast digital mortgage at rate.com forward slash Roanoke or call me 540-915-8441 and our team will help you win. Equal housing lender, subject to credit approval, NMLS, ID number 210454, company NMLS number 2611, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. At Virginia Western, we have a lot to offer. An amazing choice of programs available online or in person, both day and night, that range from four weeks to two years. Job credentials, professional certifications, associate degrees, and bachelor's degree transfer programs. And you can do all that here for less, with affordable tuition and a wide array of funding support that makes college free for many that qualify. We are Virginia Western, and from here, you can see your future. Hey, Berman Clark here from Inaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Mineris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MinerisBenefits.com. Mineris. Here to help with all your insurance needs. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. Man, we're, I tell you, I love this show. We have a lot of fun in here talking a lot of football, a lot of high school sports. Uh, and I want to talk about one of our sponsors coming out of break. How about the Dogwood Restaurant? Nice. Keith Poff and Jamie, uh, Jessica, sweet Jessica over there takes care of us. Uh, Senna, Brittany... Dave, if you want to know something about bird football, 
That's the guy. That is. I mean, he's the guy that knows it all. And then Carmelita, she's the key. Mm. She's in the back. You know, right. you might not see her. She's the one, you know, doing all the prep work, doing the biscuits, doing all that, you know, potatoes and onions. Don't coach. you know, it just sounds like it's doing, it's getting done right when you say, let me ask mm, Carmelita. Carmelita. Yeah, it just that's sounds like, name, yeah. It? It's Whatever she's name. fixing, yeah. I'm eating. That's I like it. it. Well, yeah. that's what they say about you over there, Jimmy. <laughs> they <laughs> got to restock. When which you I leave. was there. Uh, I was there on Wednesday. Okay. And I, you know, started my tradition again. Liver? Everybody remembers what Wednesdays are. Are you having liver? Chicken livers on Wednesday. Oh, so, man. yep. Have me some chicken livers, mashed potatoes, coleslaw, roll. Mm. You know, every time I Look hear chicken delicious. livers, I think uh, I want to go fishing. I just yeah, uh, they're I, good fishing bait yeah, as well. Yeah. A little catfish. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, so, uh, love the dogwood over there. Get on over there. They're working on that, uh, that expansion. It's going to yeah. be nice. You know, you're going to be able to sit outside, uh, with the gas fireplaces and, uh, and I don't know when they're going to have that thing done, but we're going to do our show over there when yes. they get it done. I wonder if know. we can get Keith to put the crunch corner in. I like that. Whoa. Just, you know, pictures of the high school football teams around the area. And then uh, I know, always a table I know where they Jimmy. can get some. I know where they can get yeah. some nice photos. At. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Oh, here we go. But just Collusion. a table. I hear it. Just a table over there. Nobody can sit in it except Jimmy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the crunch corner. So. Sort of a gold throne. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bring your Jimmy thing stories here. Right. Drop a, you know, a suggestion box. That's it. Oh, I like that. Good yeah. Idea. Uh, anyways, thanks so much to the uh, the Dogwood Restaurant. They do a great job of uh, supporting high school sports, and we love them on the crunch. Um, all right, so let's let's get right down to it. Let's talk some football here. I'll I'll start. Stu and I were uh, my brother Stu and I were at the uh, Lord Botetourt at Riverheads game, and uh, this this was Jakari Nicely's game. Yeah. Uh, he just would not go down. He's the quarterback for Botetot, number seven. Uh, I had him 34 carries for 187 yards, four touchdowns. Right. I uh, threw uh, another touchdown, a 34-yard TD pass right before half. Uh, and Stu was right there. I think Stu could have defended him. He was so clay. And Stu knew where he's going. <laughs> there you go. And he got some great pictures. Go online to see those pictures. Stu could have uh, defended a lot of the people there <laughs> with that game. So He had to defend himself. You know, Riverhead's crowd was getting up on him, you know. They wanted him out of the way so they could see. Stu, if you haven't seen him, my brother, he's, he's about what? You're about 6'5", six, 6'5", five, six, five, a couple bills. And, oh, now and he's a, quiet. Yeah. You know, now he's quiet. You know. <laughs> he's just, uh, he's slightly taller than you are, Carl. Just I mean, slightly. just barely. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah that's right. I'm yeah. glad you pointed that mm-hmm. out. Nicely also had an interception, big interception in the game. But let's talk about some other guys. Uh, running back uh, Tristan Overbay, number 10. Uh, 19 carries, 101 yards. I mean, he did a good job running the ball, too. If, if yeah. Nicely wasn't carrying it, Overbay was carrying it the other way. Uh, wide receiver defensive back Cade Lang, two uh, receptions for 35 yards, had that big TD reception. And that TD at the right before the end of half actually tied it up 21-21. And that really, for me, was a turning point. That's when Riverhead said, uh-oh, you know, these guys aren't going away. But the big... The big deal of the night was the start of the third quarter. Botetot got the ball first, and they took nine minutes off the clock. That'll do it. Just grinding the ball down. Yes. Picked up several uh, first downs on fourth down. Mm. And uh, just really uh, did a good job, um, you know, keeping the ball away from Riverheads. But, right. you know, but then scoring, finishing it with a score. Botetot's lines, offense and defense, uh, DJ Tolliver, uh, Kendall Howard, um, Kashawn Anderson, those guys, Titus Hopkins, they all played 
just fantastic. You have to play really well up yeah. front if you're going to play with uh, Riverheads. Cook Cash, uh, the running back, uh, number 33 for Riverheads, had he only had five carries for 109 yards until he got hurt. Right. And uh, so he got knocked out. He had a touchdown. Luke Bryan, another good runner, uh, nine carries for 42 yards. Good quarterback there, Bennett Dunlop. Uh, and then running back David Austin, number nine, came in and scored a couple times. But this was just a great uh, effort, um, victory, victory. Uh, uh, oh, they had a big victory reception for Botetot also when they got back home. But I'm going to uh, turn it over to Stu and tell me, Stuart, uh, he actually lives um, down in Bradenton, Florida. So he's used to a different brand of football. But right. I thought it would be interesting to have Stuart talk a little bit about uh, what, Stu, what do you think about the difference between uh, Virginia football and Florida football? Well, I mean, it's, uh, it's a little bit hard when you see one game. You really can't compare what you see in Florida versus Virginia. But, I mean, distinctively, I think in Florida, you've got a lot of speed on the outside, wide receivers and, and defensive backs that are really fast and, and can come up and, and hit you know, um, and that's a little bit of a difference. But again, you, you're, I'm looking at one game, so there's not a lot of comparison. There's a lot more. Uh, I see a lot more bigger divisions down in Florida with a lot of big lines and a lot of big boys playing. So, and, and that's there's a, a comparison to Virginia football. Uh, but the one thing that was impressive last night is is that the, the Riverhead team that was you know very small, and and when you compare them to Lord Botetourt and and they they stood up. They they fought their way all through the whole game, and I think they just ran out of steam there in the in the second half. But it, it was uh, if you if you compare Florida to, to you really can't compare the two. I mean, they're really no. two different, yeah. different types of, of football. Yeah. I different mean, both stuff. have very impressive athletes on both sides of, of the ball. Stu's uh, father-in-law actually is uh, Freddie Combs. A lot of you'll know him from back in the days. Uh, uh, North Carolina State, uh, right. All American in the Hall of Fame. Um, but uh, Freddie Combs uh, was was quite a player, wasn't he, back in his days, too? Yeah. So so my yeah my father-in-law played at NC State. Was an All-American back in '67. He was part of that White Shoes defense. Um, played actually grew up with Jim Catfish Hunter. Nice. Um, That's cool. So there's a lot of connections in the sports side. But um, uh, big NC State fan. Um, there's a lot of connections between a lot of players. You know, the NC State has a lot of Virginia players, a lot of you know uh, people that come down, and, and they're they're doing pretty well this year, except for that first ECU game. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. One of the observations you made last night is that we punt in Virginia. No punting in Florida. Well, I, I see a lot more punting in Florida, and I'm not sure why, but I I think it may be a, just that game last night. They the, their mentality, I think, when you looked at Lord Bonita, they they didn't care. They and, and a lot of people were saying on the sidelines like, "We don't punt, we don't punt." And, and when they got the ball, it was like it didn't matter if it was fourth and twenty; they were they were going to go for it and they were going right. to run. And I think the men mentality was on both sides. And I was just laughing because I was talking to the ads and a couple people, and I was like. I just don't see, you guys don't punt down here. I mean, it just, the mentality was, I'm not going to punt. And and I think they punted one time, Lord Botetop punted one time at the end. I think it was just because they were up by two touchdowns and they were just trying to pin them back a little bit and let them, you know, try to run the ball down. But we see that with a lot of teams around here these days. Either you have that one kicker who is extremely good that yeah. can hit one from 70 yards, you know, put it through the uprights, or you just have that team, it could be fourth and 37 and they're like, we're going for it. Right. And it's like, just kick the ball. Well, no, we're not going to kick the ball. We're going for it. And it's like, guys, you're 37 yards back from getting a first. Just kick the ball. And now their mentality is we're going for it all the time. Well, you know, Martinsburg, West Virginia is like that. Yeah. I talked to the coach. I said, you know, why don't you guys punt? He goes, we don't want them to have the ball back. I mean, it was like, right. you know, what was that old saying? You know, uh, 
uh, well, asked, uh, was it Jesse James, why do you rob banks? He goes, because that's where the money is. Exactly. I mean, he was like, we don't want him to have the ball back. Right. But, you so, know, we, we watched Lord Botetot that first game against E.C. Glass. And Jimmy made reference to it that Jamari Nicely was, what, like three for three, zero yards passing. And then the, you got into the Blacksburg game, and they handled Blacksburg, trust me. Blacksburg, you know, you take a look at that team. That team is – it has some athletes, but they're small. They're they're young this year. Yeah, they're and coming. They're, they're, they're coming. We see it. Yeah. And, you know, but we made reference to it that, you know, he nicely just needs some help there. He needs to know that it's not all on shoulders, even though he's going to put it there. And that's what he did last night. But it helps when you look at Overbay and he's got 100 yards. It, it it helps this kid. He ran hard. He did. And it helps that kid to sit there and go, look, I'm going to take some of the load off of you. I know that you're going to do what you do because you're Jamari Nicely and you're a very good athlete, but I got your back. And he threw some passes last night that were called, and that helps him. Yep. So I think once they start getting the mentality of we're here to help you, instead of Jamari sitting there going, guys, I got you. I got you. I'm going to carry the load on your back. I think that's something that, you know, Botetot will get better each and every week because of that, because he's getting some help. Right. It was, you know, it was interesting watching the game because at the end of the game or during the game when when they were playing, you never really got the feeling like sometimes you'll watch a football game and you're like, oh, it's fourth and, and five. It's really tight. They might get stopped here and, and turn the ball over. Right. But watching both of those teams, especially in the first quarter, you're like, oh, they're, they're going to – it didn't matter. They're going to score. They're going to get the first down. And it was really kind of a different think, thinking and a mentality when you looked at it because it was like there was no exception. It was like you didn't really have that feeling like, oh, I think they're going to get stopped here. You thought, well, they're just going to make the first down and go down and score. I mean, right. that was kind of the, the how it looked the whole game. Yeah, before I get emails, Jakari. Jakari, that's right. Jakari. Nicely. I called him Jamari. Oh, I Jamari. Mean, I didn't mean to Jakari nicely with the K there. So yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, but no, this, this is an extremely good team. At Lord Bonitat. We're watching them come together. Uh, I think that first game with EC Glass kind of, you know, kind of defined what they needed to work on, what they needed to do, and they put it all together last night. EC Glass is a pretty good team. It is. It is. But I think that's one of those games that you sit there and you're like, okay, it fell all on Jakari in that game. Right. Because you take a look at the stats around the team, it was him. It was him. There was no other, there was no other way of getting around it. It fell on him. Right. Last night, you're starting to see the numbers now expand out to other players to where you're sitting there going, now we're doing it. Right. Now we're getting it. He didn't need, he didn't need much light. No. If I saw a little light, he would just scoot right gone. through the hole. He's and, gone, and he'd yeah. Bust through and he's rugged. Five, I mean, he is. He, he run, he'll run over you, too. And, and right. Riverhead runs that way, too. All right, let's hear. Uh, we got Coach Harless, another little clip, a little short clip from Coach Harless after the game. Let's hear that, Coach. So let me ask you about, even up the first half, tough game, looked like you changed some things and really went after them with their style of football, which is your style of football too. But that first drive in the third quarter where you ate all that clock up, talk about that a little bit. Well, I mean, that's to me, those are the defining moments of the character of your team. That's where the character of this team showed up. Coming out of the locker room in the second half, that's where the character of this team showed up. This is a, it's a hell of a football team. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's it's a team. Right, right. And your, your defensive line, offensive line, I mean, the backs did great, but your lines really stood up tonight. you got to be proud of them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I tell you, you know, you know his, his group became a team last night. That's yes. what he said. Oh, yeah. He goes, hey, we're not bad. Right. We're a pretty good team, and they became a team last night. They looked at each other. They they played for each other, and they played hard. I also have uh, the uh, 
uh, post-game interview from Coach Norcross from very humble uh, in the loss uh, for uh, Riverheads. So let's let's listen to Coach Norcross. I'm very proud of our kids. We came up short tonight, but we didn't quit. Our kids never quit. They played hard. Um, I think you have to give a lot of pre- credit to Lord Botetourt. They were the better team tonight. Um, I, my, I took my hat to them. They were the better team tonight. I think our boys played as hard as they possibly could. And we were outmanned somewhat, and um, we had opportunities, and we let them slip through our fingers, and that's kind of a sign of a young team where the older boys, a more experienced team, when we had them two or three times where fourth down, we could have come off the field with the tie or the lead, we let them off the hook. So that's something we'll learn, hopefully, from this game. Right, and I mean, so much to be taken, really, from this whole experience. And, you know, what do you want the boys to take from tonight? I want them to realize that we didn't win tonight, but we're by no means losers. I don't know if there's another team in the state of Virginia would like to be 52-1. and one. I, I can only imagine um, that one loss doesn't define our season or our team. Our goals are still in place, and we're still going that way. So I'm just pleased that our kids didn't give up, and they, and they fought to the very end. And, I can't ask for any more than that. You know, that's what a winner says in a loss. Yeah. He said, hey, our, our goals haven't changed. This isn't going to define us. You know, we're going to keep marching on. We're going to get after it next week in practice, and we're going to go after the next opponent. So, you know, pretty impressive there by Coach Norcross. Hey, I was going to say, I, I had the pleasure last year of watching um, watching them come to play Lord Botetot and was out on the 50-yard line after the game was over. And I had both athletic directors out there, and I'll never forget what they said. Um, they looked at us and said, you know, hey, we we really, uh, Riverheads really enjoys coming to Lord Botetourt what we're going to do is we're going to bring all our fans, and we're going to eat all y'all's food while we're here. And then the Lord Botetourt AD, he looked at me and says, well, we're going to return the favor next year. We're coming up there, and we're going to eat all y'all's food. So <laughs> it was just a funny thing to hear those two and talk that was about Chuck each other. Yes, Chuch Pound. That's correct, yeah. You know, one of the numbers that really sticks out to me, and you made reference to it with the cash kid there, five carries, 100 yards. Yeah. Oh, man. Five carries, 100 yards. You know, only 20 yards of carry. What's <laughs> yeah. wrong with this kid? You know, exactly, Dave. What's wrong with this well, kid? Well, one was a big run, 76 yards. So, right, but you know, no, no. But still. But what I'm saying is, is that when you take that mm. much of the offense... Out of the equation. Out of the equation, this could have been a totally different game. Right. But, boy, you took that much... You know, this kid carried that ball five times, and one, like you said, one of them was 76 yards. That, you know, I would have loved to have seen this game complete with all the players in the mix to see how it would have finished out because... You know, that, that long stretch there in the third quarter and everything like that. But, boy, that's... that's well, you know, he played both ways. So, he didn't play on defense either. And right. that hurt him on yeah. the other side. But but the one thing about <clears throat> Riverheads, when you watch him, is they're so patient. Yes. Uh, their backs don't just run up in a hole. What they do is they, once they decide, they put a foot in the ground and go. And they can really move through that hole. But they don't, they don't just run up into a hole they look and they let the line develop the blocks they let their linemen get on their their blocks and then they go and that's you're not going to arm tackle these guys you're not going to stick an arm out and pull these guys down yeah no you take a look at the uh the two um the two wings there you know that we call the wing t there 
you let that one on the right clear, you let that one on the left clear, next thing you know, there's a hole that you can run the truck through. And absolutely, next thing you know, you're 76 yards, you know, down the field. And, you know, Stu, what do you now answer me this? Because you've got this, you know, Florida mentality of watching these kids and everything like that. Do you see much of this in Florida? Is the wing tee something that you're used <laughs> to seeing down there? Or do you, you know, what style of foot? Because when I think Florida, I think Florida and Texas. Those are the two of the, you know, even California I can put in the mix of. They're way Fast above. break football. Yeah, they're way above what we do. But well, do you, I, Yeah, I don't I don't see a lot of wing tee when I watch high school football <laughs> in Florida. I mean, it's there, but I mean, I don't see a lot of it. But, you know, when you got guys that are running four three four four you know, 40s that are back there at the running back position, small guys that are just fast. They just give them the ball and let them run through the hole as fast as they can get out there. And, and it's, right. it's it's speed on speed when it comes down to that. I mean, and again, you know, I'm comparing one game in Virginia. Sure. There's a lot of speed in yeah. Virginia at the beach and all over the place, and there's a lot of athletes all over, but uh, it, it really is a little bit different. They, they, they're they they're going to flip them the ball and, and let, them, let them go after. Right. Dave yeah. Ross said to put Pennsylvania in as well. So <laughs> Wait a minute. Where's Dave Ross from? <laughs> I think Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. We All just right. needed to clarify yeah. that. All right. So uh, we also want to talk about some other games. Salem at Fleming. Again, good game here. Dave said uh, he was a little bit surprised that that one got uh, got away. Uh, you know, Salem won 49-12. to 12. Uh, And, you know, uh, in the second quarter, uh, Fleming got it tighter. You know, they they certainly got. I think it was uh, uh, twenty-one to twelve. Devin Johnson, the quarterback for the Colonels, uh, scored from a few yards out in the right. second quarter. Twenty-one to twelve was a one-score game. But then Javion Jones, uh, yeah. the big fullback, number twenty-one for Salem, he really looked good. He 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 got room to run last night and show off what he could do. But um, you know, and we made reference to it last week. Salem is fast. Yeah. If you allow them to run, they're going to show you the skills that they have. And that's the thing that we saw last night. They, it just, you know, look, Fleming's a good team. We know, we know what they've got over there, but Salem right now, they're starting to show up. It's yeah. starting to become Salem. And, you know, you survived the game with Franklin County. And there's no doubt in my mind that coach Holter sat there and said, boys, we're not doing that again. Wait a minute. Do I hear this, they might break the the grade eight <laughs> coach's grade eight Maybe. with one loss. Maybe I thought all one loss teams were off the grade eight. <laughs> Let me tell you, there's a lot of. I'm Seminole. still saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. There's a I lot can't of wait till we get to teams, that. So stay with us. That's a little bit later in the show. Also, uh, you know, Heritage, fifty to fourteen on Appomattox. Yeah. I mean, uh, Appomattox has really had a tough schedule. And guess who Appomattox plays this week? Lord Botetot. Nice. Okay. So, wow. I mean, it just keeps going for them, but. Uh, Really, Doug Smith's got a great team over there, but fifty to fourteen, they just cannot figure out heritage. Yeah. Even when they have, uh, you know, seasons where they win state championships, they'll have one loss, and it's to heritage. Right. Brad Bradley just has their number over there. Yeah. Um, but they're, you know, again, uh, good game. Uh, Apo uh, Appomattox quarterback Grayson Peterson uh, started the scoring off with a sixty-yard TD pass to John Pennings. John Pennings is going to. He's going to a Division One school somewhere. That guy can really fly. Right. Um, but uh, but then it got to be too much Booker Fielder uh, or Felder for the Pioneers. The the running back there, number twenty one, was just he was all over the place. I mean, just a good athlete, and and he's a load. You're not going to bring him down one on one. So, um, Jimmy, let's talk a little bit about uh, George With and Giles. What uh, Luke Jolly uh, was hurt. Um, the, the quarterback for uh, George With he plays both ways, plays special teams. 
He got hurt last night. Any word on that young man? Have we heard anything? No, no word as of yet. But, I mean, he, you know, left the field, and um, he it appeared to be something on his left shoulder. He uh, it, it appeared to have happened when he was running a kickoff back. And I'll tell you, there was a hard hit laid by both players from George With as well as Giles. But, um, you know, it was a... It, it was a the, the game started out to where you know it looked like it was going to be a close game. Uh, Luke Jolly did score first uh, for uh, George With, and then it was quickly uh, Christian Ratcliffe broke a 69-yard run for Giles. So it was seven to seven, and then that was about the you know the end Extended of obviously it. the scoring for Giles. But uh, just some quick stats that I'd go over um, for George With and. These stats were given to me by my son, Graham. So thanks, Graham. Uh, so we had uh, Ben Jolly, which is uh, Luke's twin brother. He had uh, he picked up a, a, a big part. You know, when Luke went out, he his, his role changed. But Ben had 17 carries for 142 yards and one TD. I had indicated Luke had one TD. Uh, we also had Layden. Houston had eight carries for 112 yards for one TD. Um, and then we had... Tandem Smith, who ended up coming in quarterbacking, but Tandem had, uh, he was seven for 18. Uh, he had seven rushes for 18 yards and two TDs, and he also, um, you know, had a touchdown pass as well. So he went four for eight. And then Ben Jolly on passing, he was two for two for 20 yards. Mm. Uh, but they, you know, GW ended up with 475 total yards. And compared to Giles, 179 yards, and Giles just couldn't couldn't get things going after uh, after Ratcliffe got his long run. Then it just sort of stalled from there. But uh, Jackson Parcell was 13 carries for 16 yards, and Kalik Saunders was five carries for 19 yards. And on passing, Jackson Purcell was one for four. And so that's it, you know it was a great game. Uh, hated to see you know Luke go out, but you know he went out, and hopefully prayers for him that. You know he'll recover and be yeah. back out there. So, yeah, yeah. Hope, hope that young man gets out there. Yep. Um, all right. Good recap there. LCA at Franklin County. Dave Ross. Uh, talk a little bit about what you saw there. I've got some stats from Mike Dermont, uh, T Mac, who was at that game too. But um, again, tell us your impressions of that game, Dave. Well, as I say, it was it was uh, back and forth for a good while there, and then as I that last uh, the twenty yard touchdown pass play as the half ended. Uh, sort of tipped the scales. Yeah, finished the uh, really getting LCA moving. And as I mentioned with the uh, two Davidsons, they're outstanding. But they also have, uh, you know, they have strong line play. They have some big linemen and, uh, you know, uh, guys like uh, Tyler Murray and uh, Easton Ware, uh, Weston Woodard. These are all uh, quality football players. And so they're not easy on defense either, but uh, hats off to Franklin County. Eli Fouts had some uh, good passing. You had Jalen who had another uh, solid game for the uh, Franklin County Eagles and uh, you know, they they had some positives but what happens is if you go against LCA and you get behind Mm -hmm. they can uh, they can chew up the clock very easily because you know you give it to David one Davidson three times and the other one one and all of a sudden you got Davidson right down. Davidson left exactly but uh, you know and and that, they're just a uh, well 
well-rounded football team, yeah. I think. Well-oiled machine. Uh, it was 21-14, to your point, at halftime. LCA got that 21-yard TD pass with no time on the clock. They seem to do that a lot. Uh, went up 21-14, to and then may possibly... The turning point of the game maybe was Gideon Davidson's uh, interception on uh, Eli Fouts' fake punt. Uh, he returned. He caught that, leaped into the air, caught that, took it back 44 yards, and that made it 28-14. to 14. That's, a, that's a two-touchdown lead. That's tough to come back from, and they didn't come back. Uh, LCA added another score. But Davidson, Gideon Davidson had four TDs on the night, three rushing and one on that uh, pick six. So, I mean, he's a, he's a force to be reckoned with. He is because he's, uh, like you say, of course, you expect it on offense. But on defense, he's tough, too. And, I mean, I don't care, you know, he'll go after the block kicks or whatever. I mean, uh, those, they're just a well-oiled machine, no question about it. And, you know, they get the opportunity to put the hammer down. They can do it. Yeah, Coach Rocco doesn't he doesn't let you up. If he gets you no. down, he's gonna go after you. Uh last game I want to talk about is Pulaski County, uh 35-33 over Bluefield, West Virginia. This is a big win. Trevor, senior Trevor Burton for Pulaski County scored all five TDs. Uh Coach Akers for the Cougars called it an ugly win, but a win all the same. Uh they had 111 yards and penalties. Right. Uh the Cougars of Pulaski County. So that's that's uh that's brutal. Um, but they got the win, and uh, Akers doing a good job uh, jumping in there, um, certainly for uh, um, uh, for uh, the Cougars this year. But, yeah. you know, I love the fact that you take a look at their schedule and you have north side to start, then you play Tennessee. Yeah. Then you play, you know, it's these games that you're sitting there going, wow, boy, they're going, you know, anywhere, everywhere. They're not scared of anybody. I think they're seeing, you know, what they have right now and, you know, Guess what? You get you get Cave Spring next week. Yeah, you know we you saw Botetourt do that a few years back. They started playing Bluefield. Yep. They played teams from all over, good teams. Yeah, and uh, they kind of sharpened their that's it. You know their spear on those guys, and well, then when they come back into the district, it was like, hey, well, you know, they're battle tested. They're claws. They're claws. There you yeah, go. There you go. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about James River running back Connor Church uh, on Thursday night? Two hundred thirty-five yards, five TDs, kickoff return for a touchdown, had a pick. I mean, that's a big night for that young man. Yeah. Uh, and then, again, uh, George With Hidden Valley, Roanoke Catholic got their first win. Glenver got their first win of the season. P.H. in a tight one. Look at that. I'm telling you, Carmelo yeah. Taylor had a touch, uh, kickoff return for a touchdown. Man, he can fly. Right. I tell you what, you get to, when he gets moving, you can't, you can't uh, it's, it's always out of focus. I mean, that, that, that dude can fly. All right, so we're going to. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We'll have uh, our legendary coach of uh, the week um, segment. But um, stay with us. We're You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jay Harlow today at 540-769-0052. That's 540-769-0052. Office is located at 3130 Chaparral Drive, Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future results. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. 
Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasino's, Belleville, and Roanoke. At Boxley Materials, we have a long-standing reputation of fair pricing, reliable service, and a willingness to work closely with our clients. Let us show you how Boxley can work for you. 1-800-442-8878. Boxley is a proud supporter of high school football in Central and Southwest Virginia. Interested in joining our team? Visit boxley.com forward slash careers. Hey folks, it's Joel Shepard from Virginia Furniture Market. We've held over our Labor Day savings event for one final week. Find exceptional values throughout our stores and up to 60 months special financing with approved credit. Enjoy big savings on our huge in-stock selection with the latest styles for immediate delivery. We've held over these savings on reclining sets, sofas, sectionals, and solid wood bedrooms and dining. And with our low price guarantee, you're getting the region's best values guaranteed. With thousands of five-star reviews, we'll deliver it with great service. Enjoy savings up to $1,000 on Tempur-Pedic, Sealy, and Stearns and Foster mattresses at all six of our Virginia Furniture Market mattress stores. And our outlets are packed with savings on discontinued and special buys. If you've even thought about buying furniture or mattresses, this is the time. So let's make it happen at Virginia Furniture Market, online at vafurnituremarket.com. Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. At Boxley Materials, we have a long-standing reputation of fair pricing, reliable service, and a willingness to work closely with our clients. Let us show you how Boxley can work for you. 1-800-442-8878. Boxley is a proud supporter of high school football in Central and Southwest Virginia. Interested in joining our team? Visit boxley.com forward slash careers. Back to crunch time, everybody. We're going to do another rundown of the scores. Uh, we want to make sure everybody catches all the scores from last night. Jimmy, go ahead and give us the scores around the area. All right. So here we are again for week three. We had Pulaski County, 35, Bluefield, 33, James River, 47, Perry McClure, 7, Floyd County, 38, Auburn, 0, and then Roanoke Catholic, 58, Fuqua, 30, Narrows, 40, Chilhowee, 22, George With, 35, Giles, 7, we had Radford, 48, Fort Chiswell, 0, Buckingham County, 50, William Campbell, 20, Galax, 42, Carroll County, 7, 
Glenver 10, Cave Spring 3, Christiansburg 41, William Bird 0, Hidden Valley 32, Northside 29, Lord Botetot 35, Riverheads 21, Rustburg 42, Alta Vista Combined 13, Stanton River 28, Liberty Bedford 7, Heritage 50, Appomattox County 14, Brookville 61, Fluvanna County 14, Amherst County 63, Blacksburg 14, EC Glass 49, GW 0, Patrick Henry 39, Albemarle 28, Salem 49, William Fleming 12, Liberty Christian Academy 34, Franklin County 14, and North Cross 49, East Montgomery 0. And there you have it for week three. Nice job, Jimmy. All right, I want to talk a little bit about an event coming up. It's the Kip Nininger uh, Sports Foundation Golf Tournament. Uh, Kip Nininger was a two-time state champion, 130 and 19. Uh, the young man was killed in a car accident back in May of 2021, and they started a foundation, his, his family. Uh, scholarships to wrestlers, a golf tournament um, on October the 6th, uh, Thursday. So... Uh, certainly a, a, a great event, and uh, what these guys do for uh, the area is just amazing uh, in Kip's name. Uh, Kip, I got to see him wrestle a few times. Just a fantastic kid. Right. Such a tragedy that he's gone, but they're doing a, a good thing uh, in his name. Yeah, you know, and big shout-out to our buddy Scott Tomlinson over at uh, Lehman. Yeah. He, he's putting up a car. How about that? For a hole-in-one. Isn't that something? That's awesome. That is. So, you know, the, look, this is a community event. Yeah. And with, uh, you know, Scott and Lehman, Scott's a uh, an official here. So when you go out to the matches, you'll see Scott, you know, reffing these matches and everything. And he's also a family member. So uh, <laughs> so I got to give some love to Lehman. There you go. You know, but uh, no, this is a community event. Yep. And we love the Nineingers and that, you know, trust me. That that is a that's royalty when it comes to wrestling here in this valley. Absolutely. Nineingers, so. Well, KNSF, that's for Kip Nininger Sports Foundation. It's the second annual golf tourney. Again, October 6th is a Thursday. Only a few spots left. And it works out to about 125 a man, you yeah. know, for four-man team. It's not that much, but it really does help uh, in the area. Go out. It's at Botetot Golf and Swim Club, 1230 start, box lunch, barbecue dinner, live auction uh, after the tourney. Uh, last year, 37 scholarships awarded. Look at that. Holy cow. Yeah. Going and and those kids are going to fifteen different colleges. So um and the scholarships are all you'll like this, Jimmy. Scholarships are all in the amount of fourteen hundred and thirteen dollars. And you say fourteen hundred and thirteen dollars. That's that's what I said. What what is that? But that's actually representing uh, Kip's favorite Bible verse, Philippians four thirteen. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Right. So I mean just a really cool kid and a really cool event. Uh, contact, uh, if you want to, uh, become a sponsor, you know, uh, have a team in there, just go to knsf.org. That's knsf.org and sign up today. Um, all right. Another great sponsor. We have Ginger's Jewelry. Yes. Uh, love Ginger. Best in the business as far as I'm concerned. It's where I shop. Everyone I know gets their, everything they need, uh, from Ginger. Engagement rings, wedding rings, bracelets, necklaces, watches, earrings. I mean, just everything there. And, and I'm telling you, they are so good when you go in there. I mean, they'll help you sure. find anything. Yes. And if you don't know anything about jewelry, that's the place you need to go. If you know a lot about jewelry, that's the place you need to go. Right. Uh, they're over on the at the West Village Shops. 
uh, just over the hill from North Cross School on Electric Road. Um, I saw on Facebook this morning they're closed today. Yep. They're celebrating two weddings today. So How about that? Ginger just wanted everybody to know they will be back open Monday morning. How about that? Yeah. That's, that's pretty Look cool. That. Yeah. Way to stay on it, Coach. That's what I do. All right, let's get to our Haley Toyota Legend of the Week. We're going to, in honor of the Appreciation Night on Friday for Jim Hickam, we're going to do our interview with Jim, Jim Hickam. Uh, that Appreciation Night was the Hidden Valley Northside game. And the coaches, uh, Scott Weaver and Scott Fisher, both played for Hickam. Uh, that's why they did it then, and it was over at Northside at Hickam Field. So let's hear, uh, let's give a listen to Coach Hickam. I am here today with Coach Jim Hickam, a retired Northside legendary coach. So when you coach, was there a mantra or a saying that kind of summed up your philosophy? Was there, you know, some coaches have, you know, maybe it's a word or maybe it's a, a sentence or maybe it's some kind of tagline that, that you used a lot. Or that, Was there any one thing that kind of... Well, like I told you, I am not a computer person. So right. You, you know, if you want to email me, I'll give you Betty Jane's email, and she will print me out a hard copy. But anyway, <laughs> Jerry Jordan, the, who was a linebacker at Force, um, was going to come to the game. But since they postponed it from Friday to Saturday, he wasn't able to make it. But in the conversation with Betty Jane online about it, after they finished their conversation, Betty Jane said, uh, maintain the chain. And he said, when heartbeat hit. That was that was our our mantra, you know that that we were we had a chain that we carried to ever get kind of like the lunch pellet tech, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and the concept was that everybody that was ever a member of the Northside football team while I was there was a part of that chain, and we worked as a team with one heartbeat, and and our mantra was we were going to hit you. Yeah. Yeah. We used I used to teach teach them to jump off sides if you were on defense first play. We jump off sides on the first play and just smack people right in the mouth. <laughs> we're here. Yeah, and then this and point well he did it, you know. I mean we intimidated a lot of people. Yeah, you know, and as time went on you couldn't do that anymore. Right. Know? It was no longer politically correct or whatever. Sure. Sure. But football you know, football's always been a physical game. Yeah. yeah. And there's no way around it. I mean, people can they can dance around it all they want. They can they can try to make it into different than what it was, but I think part of the Part of the charm, in a way, for football is it's physical. Yes, it is. And there's a certain type of person that likes to, they like that. And if you don't, don't get into it. Right. That, you know, I think, I there's know. other things to do. Right. That's that's with, you know, with, with kids. If, if you like physical contact, you know, then I'm going to encourage you to do everything possible. But if you don't, then this may not be. Now, now there's all kinds of things. I have, I have seen kids that will go across the field and catch a pass and get smothered. I wouldn't cross the field and catch a pass for love and money. I, that's not my thing. Right. You know, so there's all kinds of courage and there's all kinds of phys- physicality sort of things. You know, some people deliver it. Some people can take it. Right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and it takes all kinds. It takes all kinds. Yes, yeah. it does. Yes, it does. Um, so this is a question I like to ask, and, and this is really just an opinion, but do you think there is one position and the players that you've had, do you think there's one position that lends itself to coaching? Is there, do a lot of coaches come out of one spot on the field uh, when they played? In your opinion. Would, in, 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 in my opinion, I would say the obvious choice people would think would be quarterback or something like that. But I, I think it's offensive defensive lineman. There is, for an, there is more for an offensive lineman to know than there is for most people 
you know, on the on the field. Most people have, you know, just real simple tasks. You know, this this guy's got to be able to make calls. He's got to understand what's in front of him and tell the guy beside him, you know, what they're you know what they're going to do. And and also a lot of offensive linemen are, you know, they're they're real studious and they're they're serious about the game and and they like to demonstrate what they can, you know, what they can do. I mean, that would be my choice. Yeah, yeah. We we get a lot of people that that have said that. A lot of you coaches have said how, and I don't think the common fan understands that. I mean, if you play the sport, you understand the, the value and what those guys, how smart many of them are. But um, uh, they they make all the blocking calls. Mm-hmm. They they adjust on the fly. Mm-hmm. You know, most people just look at the quarterback and say he's audibling. That offensive line may be audible, right. and they're they're pairing up. They're calling out guys when they're moving, and right. and, and I think that's right. I think that's a great call out. I think you know, in terms of the most difficult position on the field, I think there are two. I think it's a linebacker and a safety. To my mind, those are the most difficult positions to play because there's so many things that they have to react to. But I don't necessarily see them going into to coaching. I mean, they just they just have a love of the game, they love love of contact. But but the things that they have to know are much more than some of the other positions on the field. They have to know more than their job, right? Because Absolutely. they're they're like they got to correct everybody else. You know. Huh, that's interesting. So, um, so I'm curious too. Uh, how would you describe your coaching style? <laughs> <laughs> how would I describe my coaching style? Physical. Yeah, one of the things that I, I notice, like I, I go to my grandson's practice, and I thought, "They ever gonna hit?" <laughs> <laughs> When's practice gonna start? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, times have, times have, have, have changed. and and not to say that that the way I did it was right, but it, it was my it was the way I was was brought up. You know, I, I can remember when when I was was playing at, at Tech. You know that if somebody got injured, they just said, "We'll just move it over." You know, and hopefully a trainer or somebody's gonna come out and take care of him. You know, when you moved over, but it, that was the way it was. Yeah, we we hit almost every day. I mean, I I went through practices where we had goal line scrimmage the day before a football game. You know, and that was just the way that you were kind of brought up. So I, I think most of us emulate the way we were were brought up, and and you know, you, you thought well, it, it it worked for us then, so it'll work for. For them, and I and I think you know I think most of the kids that that play ball for me would would say that that would probably be. So we didn't have a whole lot of finesse. When I was at Big Creek, other than what had been my freshman year at Tech, I never played on a team that was as big as my high school team. Now with Big Creek, there I've only played two years from my senior year. We were suspended. Really? Why? Why? Well, we had been undefeated. Uh, Big Creek had been undefeated for ten years, and then in this year. There, we had lost one game, and there was another team that had lost one game. So, they back then you only had a single state championship game. So they did the points and everything, and they said that Big Creek didn't have as many points as the other team did. So the um, Booster Club went to court and got an injunction to keep them from playing the game. Then the West Virginia High School League went to court and got an injunction that lifted. The injunction, <laughs> and they played the game. So it was a moot point at, at, at that point. And then the next week, the West Virginia High School League met and suspended uh, Big Creek from participating. And the band couldn't even go on trips. Now, after the first half of the year, they finally let the basketball team play in county. You know, but it was such a shame because I got a scholarship. Uh, Harold Bolden got a scholarship, 
And the only reason we did was we stayed after Coach Gaynor. We, that's, that's, kids usually used to have a problem with me in practice mm -hmm. because I practiced for a whole year, five days a week, knowing I was never going to play a game. Wow. You know, so I had a real problem when people wanted to mispractice because Coach, Coach Gaynor went ahead and coached a team, but we were never going to play. Coach White mentioned this when we talked to him. You know, back in the day, you lost one game. You were in jeopardy of not making the playoffs. Right. You almost had to go undefeated right. to get to the next. Right. Today, it's uh, four and whatever. You can get hey, three if you, and whatever. If, so. you, if you're taking a breath, you, you're in. Yeah. Uh, well, and, you know, I, I, and, and quite honestly, we've seen some teams peak at the end of the season. Uh, you know, Blacksburg a few years ago. Their was, first championship. They were, what were they? Were six and I, four. Six. Yeah. Coach Gaynor. Got weights. Nobody, nobody lifted weights. We had we had weights in the uh, my junior year high school. He he ordered weights, and so you started started lifting. Now, I mean, you know, if you don't have a lifting program, you're up the creek for that. Well, now let's talk about that because one of the things you get a lot of credit for among the best coaches that I've talked to is you were well known for uh, your team's lifting weights, mm -hmm. being in great shape and being really strong. And I think. In some ways, you kind of led them down that path because if they wanted to match up with Northside, at least strength-wise, they were going to have to mm -hmm. lift weights. Well, and, and I always felt that was an answer. There was Colwood was taken over by the Navy sometime in the 50s because there was a strike. And so the, the government wanted the mines to work. So they brought in the Navy. Here, here wow. Colwood, West Virginia. You know, the Navy guy in the whites, you know, the little Jeeps driving around and the flags and all this sort of <laughs> stuff. But anyhow, the doctor that they brought was a Dr. Atkins. And Dr. Atkins was someone who had been an Olympic lifter. And he, my mom said something to him about, you know, about me and my weight problem and everything like that. So he started teaching me how to be an Olympic lifter. And it was, it was the factor, I think, that allowed me to be successful then in football because it you know, overcame the baby fat and all that sort of stuff and, you know, and got stronger, and it was, it was an edge. And I always just felt that it could be an edge you know, for, you know, for our team. Well, let me ask you about let's, – so let's get into uh, a discussion about the coaches you either uh, you know, played for or coached with or coached against. Uh, and, again – you know, just just for our audience, I mean, you can't mention them all, but who comes to mind? Who who are some of the better co who influenced you the most as a coach? Well, obviously, I think Coach Gaynor would 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 be one. But I had a junior high school coach uh, named Tom Morgan, and that was when I was short and fat and couldn't do anything. But he lettered me, and that really made an impression on me. You know, so that when I had kids who who I felt were really putting out an effort. I never was stuck on the half, half the quarters or all that sort of thing. I always tried to reward the fact that you put the effort into it. So that made a big impression on me. And then, like I said, obviously, you know, you know, Coach Gaynor because his way of, of doing things. Um, and, um, and, and, of course, Coach Claiborne, you know, Coach Mosley was a coach when I, I went there. But I was, Virginia Tech. At Virginia Tech. He was, he was the head coach. You know, so when I went there, freshmen had nothing to do. You were a team under yourself. You oh, that's right, because they couldn't play. Couldn't play, you know. And so then I was a red shirt the next year. So there again, you know. In fact, as a red shirt, I just asked them sometimes. I said, "Could I just do something?" You know, because you just stood around until it was time for you to run the other team's plays. You know. Well, I was going to say you, you you couldn't play, but you could play against your own team. 
right? When you were a freshman and a redshirt. Well, now, you freshman, you played, you had a freshman team. Oh, that's right, that's yeah, right. You had a freshman team, so you, you played a 10-game schedule with, with, with that. Um, and the, one of my, well, I had two coaches. I had Jack Prater, who was the guy that recruited me to Tech, and then Moon Condi. And both of those guys, I think, were real influential, you know, to me about how they did things in practice and their attitude towards players and, and that, that sort of thing. Um, and then, I, I mean, I, there's, obviously, Norman Lindenberg has, has to be, you know, one of the most impressive people I've ever been around, you know, the way that he was able to, the success he was, you know, he was able to, to have. I tell you, it's so cool to hear Coach Hickam. I mean, talking about the old times, talking about different things, talking about the maintain the chain, that really means something to folks that played for him, coached with him. Yes. I mean, he's, he really is a legend. And, uh, you know, when he starts talking about toughness, you know he means it. You got it. And it's funny he said, you know, you for love nor money, I wouldn't go across the field and catch a pass. Right. Because, you know, somebody's waiting on the other side. But, man, he was tough. You know, and I love the fact how he was talking about the playoff system back in the day. Yeah. If you know, if you lost one game, you're done. You were done. Now we have teams that are two and eight, yeah. making it to the playoffs. Something needs to be done here. Yeah, you know, you you need to have you know at least a winning record, in my opinion, to make it to a point to where you are in the playoffs. But when you're two and eight, we're just letting too many teams in. Yeah, but you know, you can go too far too. You look at the uh, Seminole. I yeah. mean, you got five teams, five six teams probably that that could be in the playoffs and do really well. I mean, right. if you're going to have one team come out of the Seminole, that's not right either. That's not right either. Right. Yeah, no, so some things need to be done. But I like that old-style mentality, though. If you lost one game, you you were done. Right. But I love the fact that they went to court over it. Yeah. They, they filed an injunction, and then they turned around and filed an injunction. And it just, you know, but it kind of hurt him in the end there because he said that they didn't get to play there for a little while. They got banned from all sports. They got banned from all sports. And then, what do you say, basketball or something was let back in. Finally. And so, wow, that's just. But Merrill Gaynor, their coach, yeah. practiced and they scrimmaged all season long. That's it. They didn't care whether they were in the, you know, had a season or not. They were having their own season. Right. That's a cool story. Yeah. All right, let's switch gears real quick. We want to, we had a big volleyball game this past week. Um, man, I tell you, Patrick Henry came over to Hidden Valley. A lot of great players, a lot of great action there. Uh, Jimmy and I were there. Dave Ross was calling the game there. He was the uh, announcer. Um, it was just a lot of fun. Uh, we did a post-game uh, interview with Carla Pond. Let's listen to Coach Pond at Hidden Valley. All right, we're here with Carla Pond after a really big victory tonight. Two undefeated teams, probably the best two teams in the area. Uh, Patrick Henry and your Hidden Valley Titans. you got to be so excited. I mean, you swept them three games to none. They were close games, but uh, you guys didn't give them any breathing room. Talk about the win. I just think our girls were really prepared for this match. Um, they, we really have gone through every tendency that we know of, and so I don't think it was kind of a shock factor. They have some really good players. In fact, you know, I've coached some of those players, and Kaylee's played with those players, and they're super sweet and awesome, and I love PH's girls. I just think, I don't know, I just think our girls really wanted it really, really bad tonight. And I think, like, all the way along, every single kid wanted it. And I, I just think they played phenomenal. Well, they, they were tested several times. I mean, they had to come back to actually get back into a couple of the games. I mean, it got, you know, they got down a few times, but they didn't let down. They just kept coming back. 
which is wonderful. We've been doing a lot of drills like that where we're down by points and you have to score two in a row, three in a row. So they've been put in that situation so many times. It's nice to see them apply it to the game. This has to give you a lot of momentum going forward. I got to ask you, though, you got to be careful. You know, when you have a big win like this, you can't have a letdown. You got to really keep it up. How do you how do you do that? Well, I'm going to give them a rest tomorrow, okay. which they seem very excited about, by the way. Um, and then we just come back Monday and refocus on the next teams. And we have Virginia Beach coming up and we have some really big Virginia Beach 5A and 6A schools. We just kind of refocus, refresh, remotivate and actually just stretch and just rest our body a little bit awesome well go enjoy this one i tell you you can really hear the excitement in her voice i yeah. mean she was she was really excited about that win and uh, the girls were excited and i'll tell you what ph played really well i mean it was just one of those nights for them they just uh maggie and her team over there just couldn't kind of get over the hump against hidden valley and Right. Uh, Kaylee Pa, uh, Kaylee Pawn, rather, she, man, she just, uh, at times, she just took over. Hey, and let me give you some quick stats on that. So you, you made reference that it was a close game. So the scores were 26-24, 25-17, and 25-23. So, yeah, they could have went either way. But some quick stats for that. Uh, Kaylee Pawn had 20 kills, 4 aces, 12 digs. Callie Anderson had 28 assists. 10 digs, and Sophie Arnold had eight kills, and that's for Hidden Valley. So for Patrick Henry, the leader, they wanted to, we also wanted to give a, a shout-out to uh, Gracie Edwards, got her 1,000th assist that How night. About that? So, um, and, and again, a, a quick plug, go out to crunchmvp.com, and you can see all the photos from that game and lots of great pictures out there for both teams. Great job. All right, Dave Ross was uh, announcing that game. Dave, uh, Tell us, you were right there on courtside. Uh, what did what did you think about the game? It was emotional. The girls were emotional. Very good. And just just so folks know, I'm just doing the PA. It isn't doing play by play. But um, yeah, seeing this team, and I've saw them, of course, all last year as well. Um, they just seem to have that ability when it looks like things are going bad. They snapped back because there were a couple times there. I said, oh, they're going to lose this game. And you know what was also interesting is the JV game was almost similar. How about I mean, that? It was back and forth, back and forth. So uh, these are two really good teams. And if people don't get an opportunity to see volleyball, I think they'll be very impressed if you go to a game because you see – very good athleticism and all that. Something that uh, you may not notice uh, with the sport of volleyball. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm always amazed that, <laughs> you know, to get a legend to call PA, that is amazing. Wow. You know, that is that is amazing. Who wrote that contract? You know what I'm saying? That's just, but no, that right there shows you that Dave Ross cares about the kids. There you that go. That he goes out there and he just has, you know, a blast and... You know, I love you, Dave. You're a good. You're a good man. You'll probably be at a cross country event soon. There you I go. I mean, you know, you never know where you're going to see Dave exactly. Ross. Exactly. Uh, no, I just I'll <laughs> run a. Uh, I'm going to run a 50 yard dash with you after this show. Okay? <laughs> there we go. We it's on. I got 911 on speed dial. There you, so go, there you go. Got the paddles ready. Uh, all right, another great sponsor uh, joining us this year. I love these guys. Fuzzy Pickle, an amazing local T-shirt place here in town. Yes. Besides Sheets on Apperson near Electric Road. Uh, FuzzyPicklesT-shirts.com. 
Uh, no spaces, fuzzypicklesTshirts.com. Uh, fast turnaround times, bar none, unlimited colors, prints, no setup fees. Sure. I mean, you can design your own T-shirt, uh, create your own entire order online. I mean, full embroidery shop, everything, hats, shirts, jackets. I mean, no minimums. Wow. That's it. I mean, that's amazing. But they, uh, and they can create a company's very own uh, event store online, business apparel store for employees, uh, fun ra- fundraiser store, school spirit wear uh, store. Scott and Sean are uh, good dudes. Check them out. Uh, they're, they're at uh, 1507 Apperson uh, Drive, Salem, Virginia, right next to Sheets. You know, the thing about it is if you can think it, they can create it. Yeah. And it was amazing this week. We, uh, Our buddy Greg Roberts had went out to a restaurant this week and was sitting on one of the outside benches and had fallen asleep. <laughs> and so Sean made him a shirt up that said, Greg Roberts, not so live shirt. <laughs> and so it was made in like like three minutes. And these guys had designed it and everything. And they said, hey, anybody want one of these shirts? That's how quick they are. They, I'm talking Sean and Scott can come up with an idea. If you're sitting there and you need something and you're like, well, I just don't know what to do. Yeah. Go by, see them. Trust me, they'll come up with an idea who, for you. Who falls asleep on a bench? He does. He's getting old. He <laughs> oh, just, my God. You know, pigeons, you know, we put seed on him. Pigeons yeah, eat yeah, off yeah. of him. Yeah, yeah, he'll be know? out there feeding it's the pigeons just, soon. That's just, for sure. You know. All right, so we're going to, uh, coming up here in the in the last half hour, we're going to have the Jimmy thing, the five things you need to know about high school football, the grade eight debate. We're going to have a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Jimmy, you got some? Yeah, and I was just going to give a, a radio tease. I'm going to oh. be having a special announcement after the Jimmy thing, so make sure everybody listens for that. How that's, about that? That's what we call a tease. There in you the business, go. All right, you know. we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Southern Air is your heating and cooling solution in your home and your business. Understanding how to maintain these systems is a career, and one you can pursue without spending a dollar on tuition or books. Whether you're a high school senior or looking to start a new career, Southern Air's apprenticeships pay you to learn a trade. HVAC, electrical, plumbing, sheet metal, welding, and more. You don't need a college degree to be a success. Learn more at southern-air.com careers today. Southern Air, your HVAC fix, since 1946. Southern Air, a proud sponsor of high school sports in Central and Southwest Virginia. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Meriprise Financial Advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Stuart Barnes with the Mirius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, at 540-769-0052. That's 540-769-0052. Offices located at 3130 Chaparral Drive, Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Hey, football fans. I'm Aaron Ewart, a loan officer with Guaranteed Rate right here in Southwest Virginia. Working with a local mortgage expert to navigate today's real estate market is more important than ever. Get pre-approved on our fast digital mortgage at rate.com forward slash Roanoke. Or call me, 540-353-4494, and our team will help you win. Equal housing lenders subject to credit approval. MLS ID 220576, company MLS ID 2611, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. 
This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty. 540-353-7173. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day, using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasino's, Delville, and Roanoke. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at munarisbenefits.com. Munaris. Here to help with all your insurance needs. At Virginia Western, we have a lot to offer. An amazing choice of programs available online or in person, both day and night, that range from four weeks to two years. Job credentials, professional certifications, associate degrees, and bachelor's degree transfer programs. And you can do all that here for less with affordable tuition and a wide array of funding support that makes college free for many that qualify. We are Virginia Western. And from here, you can see your future. Back to crunch time, everybody. That's Coach's favorite song right there. I mean, <laughs> that's my heart. Good to hear it. <laughs> all right, one of my favorite parts of the show. You've been waiting for it all morning. Uh, we're going to do the Jimmy thing here. So, Coach, hit it. It's time. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. For the Jimmy thing. Hey, wait a minute. We got to talk about it. I <laughs> well, mean, yeah. nobody has a homemade theme song like you, exactly. Jimmy. That is true. And I, I mean, how much you pay for that? I, I was looking at Stu the whole time because <laughs> everybody else knew what was about to happen except Stuart. So I wanted to see. And let me tell you, the man's eyes got kind of big. When Shock. That, yeah. I mean, when Shock. that one note was hit by Coach real high. Exactly. Was, Shock and all. So, yeah. Shock and all. All right. So my Jimmy thing is entitled My Brother. So one of my favorite parts of covering high school football comes at the end of each game when we interview a senior from each team. As I said before, when they remove that helmet, I'm always surprised to see those young faces underneath their helmets. The questions we ask are always the same, and it gives us all a little glimpse of who these athletes are. Prior to each game, we usually know who we will be interviewing. Last night, we had our players picked, 
And for George Wythe, we were going to interview Luke Jolly, who is the team quarterback on offense and free safety on defense, a young man who is a team leader. During the first half, Luke was injured, appeared to be a left shoulder, and he left the game. So we did the next best thing we could, and we interviewed his twin brother, Ben. One of the questions we asked him, as, as all the players we interview, was who did you want to play well for tonight? And Ben said just two words, my brother. So here's the family, and especially brothers and sisters. Reach out to your brother and sister this week, and that's my Jimmy thing. That's awesome. Nice. So a quick special you know, uh, announcement that I'm making just for uh, the Crunch Time listeners. So a special thanks to Bellasinos for sponsoring the Jimmy thing. And just for our listeners during football season, mention the word Jimmy thing and receive 10% off your purchase at Bellasinos stores here in Roanoke in Daleville. Whoa! Look at that. So, that's some hot news right there. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So a special thanks to, uh, to the Fortners for <laughs> allowing me to do this. So get get a 10% discount for just saying the Jimmy thing. I'm so trying to thanks do the, to them. I'm trying right. to do the math in my head. A turkey grinder, 10% off. What's that going to... Man, that's awesome. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So that's great. Big, big thanks to Bellasinos. And I love that you did the the uh, Jimmy thing about uh, a brother. My brother's in the studio with me. So glad to have him here in Roanoke and. the uh, we don't get together enough, but we always have a good time when we're together. So, uh, look at that. a lot of fun. And you know, your brother's my brother. So, <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's good. That's good. Wait, is that? We're all yeah. brothers. <laughs> Dave Ross oh, is my brother. Get the Kleenexes out, everybody. <laughs> there we go. Nah, nice job. <laughs> all right. So, um, it's time. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, do no, it. wait a minute. Let's not do that yet. We're oh, gonna do. See, we're gonna do the five things you need to know about high school football. Get me excited, and then you just pull it. <laughs> five things you need to know about high school football this week. All right, number five, Pulaski County running back Trevor Burton put his name in the record book with a five TD night at Pulaski uh, County versus Bluefield, West Virginia, on Thursday night. Um, the other, listen to this, the other four that have scored five touchdowns in a night for Pulaski County, Craig Hodge, 1996, Quasi Scott, 1998, Frank Cobbs, 2000, man, he could go, uh, Kevin Krause, what a great runner he was, 2004, so congratulations to Trevor Burton, man, that's, uh, that's real royalty, he's, uh, he's in the record books with those guys right now. All right, number four. Patrick Henry's Carmella Taylor on an 85-yard kickoff return against Abermarl on Friday night. Man, I'm telling you what, he can fly, and he changes directions like a cheetah. I mean, I don't know how you get him on the ground, but uh, I watched it on um, Twitter this morning, and uh, it's unbelievable how fast that guy is. And and in the running for him, I know he's uh, he's committed to Penn State, but at one time, you know, he was looking at Tech, he was looking at UVA. Maybe we can yeah. wrestle him away from Penn State. Right. I'd love to. Yeah, I know you would, Kate. Yeah. Uh, big wahoo over there. Number three, I like this saying. So uh, a little psychology here. When you doubt, this is for the, the players as much as anybody, when you doubt or criticize yourself in games, it's like playing two opponents. Right. Don't make it harder than it has to be. Yeah. Don't, just next play, don't, you know, don't uh, fight yourself too. You know, one of the things when I was coaching – I would ask, I would always ask players, especially the first year, I would ask players about the team we were getting ready to play. Yeah. And they would sit there and go, well, you know, coach, last year they just beat the daylights out of us. They did this, they did this. 
and I'd just look at the player and I'd say, well, you know, we've lost this game. Because in your head, you've already lost the game. Right. So and that is, that is so true. When you get there, if you're fighting the battles from past and others, and then you've got to play this game, yeah, it makes it extremely difficult. you got to let it go. you got to let it go. You know, the, the, the top athletes learn how to do that. They learn yeah. how to let go of things right away. Right. It's next play, and they don't, they're not thinking about the last play That's at all. That's it. Yeah, it's done. Um, all right, so good call out there. Number two, next week, man, this is a game. Highland Springs travels to Martinsburg, West Virginia. Um, that's the number one team in the state for both Virginia and West Virginia. Mar- uh, Martinsburg, West Virginia is the number one team in the big division over in West Virginia. And I think Highland Springs is 5A Okay. Uh, here in Virginia. But they're both number ones in their respective states. Last year, Martinsburg traveled over to Richmond, beat Highland Springs 26-25 to in a thriller. Look at that. Mm, so that's, uh, that, that's one you might want to get over there and watch if you're, if you're looking for a game to get to. And then number one, it's got to be number one. Hats off to the Lord Botetourt Cavaliers, ending Riverhead's 52-game unbeaten streak, one game shy of setting the Virginia High School League all-time consecutive wins record. Uh, and and quite honestly, you know, Botetourt beat them at their own medicine. They did. I yeah. mean, they 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 got behind their pads and they ran the ball. Now there were yep. some big passes uh, for both sides, but um, Botetourt really did to Riverheads what Riverheads does to other teams. Correct. I mean, they just yeah, grinded no, it out. Good win. All right. Okay, now it's time, Coach. Now we can do this. All right, it's hey, time. Uh, real quick, oh, okay. big shout-out to Robin Bennett. Uh, RB. Yep, don't forget it's old Salem Days up in Salem today. Oh, yeah. He's got his stuff set up up there. Go by, see Robin Bennett, and if you say the word Jimmy thing, maybe. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, here we go. Maybe <laughs> no, he'll no, throw no. you out. Maybe he'll <laughs> give you a coaster or something. <laughs> he might throw you out. That's no. only a Bellasino. <laughs> <That's only> a... <laughs> Sorry. All right. All right. Just say Jimmy thing everywhere. It, it might get you something. <laughs> you know, just walk in and go, Jimmy thing. See what they do for you, you know. <laughs> well, we could have them. Th- they could sing the theme song. They could. Mm. Give us a little bit, Coach. <laughs> That's really quick, Coach. Really you is. can pull the, kind of the wet, whole voice change. Kind of wet, wet your appetite, doesn't it? I it mean, does. you, know, you know, it makes you want to go, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> it does Warm make you want to go. You know, like. <laughs> I think there's some dogs circling the parking lot right yes. now, so I don't know. Uh, all right, so we got to do the grade eight debate, and right. it has been a debate. Yes. Uh, we, I, I don't think we, <laughs> between the four of us that are always in here, we never agree, seems like, on this, but... Since, uh, you know, I'm talking the most, I'm going to start with my grade eight debate and then we'll go around the room and see what, uh, what differences we have. So for me, number eight this week, Radford, three and oh, still beating everybody. They play a uh, big game coming up with Galax, uh, at Galax here pretty soon. So we're going to find out a lot about the Radford Bobcats here coming up, but uh, great season three and oh, number seven, you guys won't like this. They actually have a loss. Uh-oh. Heritage, 2-1. and one. Heritage, okay. put it on Appomattox. Uh, their only loss has been to Denwitty, which is a, a, you know, a perennial power in the state. So at number seven, I've got Heritage. Number six, Christiansburg, 3-0. Their defense is, I mean, unbelievable. Lights out. They won't let anybody score. I mean, Abingdon got a couple scores on them, but they had to work like heck to get them. But th- these guys keep blanking people. Uh, had another shutout this week. Number five. They got a loss, guys. Got to put them up there. Botetot, two and one with that big win over Riverheads. It looks like they've turned the corner this year. They're ready to roll um, on with the rest of the season. 
Uh, so uh, they've got Appomattox coming up. So, you know, um, Appomattox is still loaded for bear. So uh, we'll have to see how that one shakes out. But uh, Lord Botetot seems to have uh, solved some issues, some early season issues. Number four, sorry, guys, they got a loss. For me, it's Salem, two and one at number four. And then it's the seminal run here for me. Number three is Brookville, three and oh. Number two is LC. I switched these. Number two for me is LCA. Okay. Three and zero, and then I moved EC Glass to number one at three and zero. Again, those top three teams, they're going to decide it on the field. They're yes. in the same district. They play each other. Any one of those three could be at the top. But I like EC Glass uh, where Coach Woody's going. Uh, they seem to just be dominating people. They got that right. big win against Lord Botetourt the first game of the year. I think they deserve with that win to be at the top. Uh, so that's my grade eight. Now let the debate start. Coach, what do you got? I was about to say, who would like to start this? <laughs> no, look, you got to take Heritage out of there. And, and again, they have the loss. You got to take Salem out of there. It, Who's got to take them out of there? I'm, me. I've okay, got to take okay. them out of there. You got to take them out. Yeah. And only for the simple fact of they still have the loss. So okay. let's give some love to Rustburg. Let's like give, let's give some love to Amherst. You know, got it rolling, Coach Chris. Got it rolling. It, this is literally, you know, I could sit here and go, my grade eight is half of the Seminole District, and then we'll sprinkle some other teams yeah. into the mix. Uh, as, as much as I want to put Botetot in there, still have a loss. You know, th- you got to have those teams in there that are kind of rolling right now. So let me just ask you. So yes. teams that lose are automatically out of the grade eight forever? No. Oh, okay. okay. No, no, no. We, yeah. no. We, we we've got to build them up. Week. Yeah, yeah, we've got to build them up oh. to where, you know, but right now, and same way with you moving LCA, you know, to two in right. AC class, we're watching these teams grow. And when these teams start to grow, and, and I'll be honest with you, last night watching LCA, they started off slow. Yep. It was a 21-14, to 14, you know, halftime score based on that one pass at the end. It could have been 14-14. You're seeing stuff like that to you. To Right now, you're feeling like, okay, they're an extremely good team, but EC Glass is handling their business a little bit better than LCA oh. is right now. You just feel like that because they're dominating Wait a minute, did you just agree with me on something? I did. Okay. So we're good, right. we're good where you're at, uh, Jimmy. Well, uh, I would personally say that I don't understand how you move a team that was in first that did not lose Friday night, right. and they all of a sudden are second now. Personally, I see LCA sticking at one, just as I've said from the beginning. That's where I look Thank at you, it. Thank you, Coach Rocco. You're very welcome. You know. So if we let the coaches vote, Coach Rocco would always have him. <laughs> he's always going to have him. He's going to be number one. Well, he's, you know, I mean, I, I still say they, they reign at one. I mean, nobody's knocked them out. Nobody's I don't knocked see, them out. I don't see how you have them one last. We've had them one for the last two weeks. Well, as long as we've been doing it, LCA's been one. Yeah, so well, you, my you, last two weeks have been EC Glass because I, I don't recall that. Last week I moved EC Glass to number one because, again, I think EC Glass is starting to flex their muscles some. I, I'd love to see LCA flex those muscles. But like Dave was saying, LCA is the kind of team that, you know, they've got a solid line. They've got a good defense that'll just wear on you. Yeah. And then they take control of a game there. That'll be quite a game. Yeah. Glass. So, so, Jimmy, you don't look at quality wins. So, if if got 10 teams that are undefeated, they're all number one? First of all, I, I didn't say that I didn't look at teams. <laughs> oh, oh, That was okay. from you. No, I'm just, I'm just sticking with my, my LCA. Of course, you know, that's where I was at the beginning of the season. 
I yeah. picked LCA one, so there's nothing that's changed that. And I still agree with Coach that if you've got a loss at this early date, you're not in the grade eight. Right. No, as much as I, you know, look, as much as I'd love to put Cave Spring into the I was going to say, right what now, happened to Cave Spring? I had to boot them out because they got a loss last night. And it, it wasn't so much of, you know, you're looking at it as their defense is great and everything like that. You know, this team's only given up 10 points all season. And you look at Salem. Salem's starting to take off. You look at Pulaski. Pulaski's starting to, you know, get into the swing of things here. But again, what do they all have, have in common? They got a loss on their record. Well, let me just say, I'll take my eight against okay. any of your eight. Oh, let's do it. Let's do let's it. Do I, it. I, I think I'm coming out on top. Yeah. Now, if I had Coach Bradley or one of these on the phone, I'd switch my pick. But <laughs> yeah. saying, you know, <laughs> I'd never know. I wouldn't do it. But, no, you got the one loss, you know, but clearly. Again, again, at this early at this stage, early that's stage. the only reason I'm saying it. At the end, I I would agree. These teams that you've just referenced will most likely be in there. But you also no have question. guys that are undefeated at this early stage. And, and yes. I would I would yeah. still also say that even at the end of the season, if we are at uh, if we've got an undefeated team that's out there that just hasn't played the schedule, I don't. You're they're not going to be one yeah. to me. I mean, I, they're not going to be there. You know, wow! Look, look at that. a little foreshadowing there. Oh, I like is, that. This is like Crystal college ball. football. This is yeah. like putting Cincinnati into the mix of Ohio State and Alabama. If Just, you mention you know. Jimmy Jimmy thing in the studio, you get something today. <laughs> you get a pothole to get the stink eye. That's <laughs> what you're going to get the stink eye. Stink eye. All right, Dave Ross. We got to get Dave Ross involved in this a little bit. Dave, I know you're Mr. Political. You know, you probably have everybody at number one. But who who's jumped out at you? You know, in your grade eight. Who, who's on the top? Well, the uh, two teams that I've seen here, LCA and DC Glass, both outstanding on, on both sides of the football. So, I mean, it would be tough. Uh, I, I don't know. Like I say, they're going to meet each other. So, that's, yeah. that's important. Then you've, uh, as you mentioned, you've got teams like Pulaski, Radford, you know, who are, uh, you know, doing a good job and winning. Um, and... Even some one-loss teams to me are certainly. Oh, baby! <laughs> oh, there we go. You can't underestimate a Lord Botetourt team, nor can you do that to Salem, and so that's the way it is. But then again, you got to throw in Brookville, Rustburg, these other uh, Seminole District teams, because I mean they're they're playing outstanding football. But of course. All, this is going to start changing because you're going to start having the head-to-head -head meetings within the Seminole and all. But uh, it's it, it makes it uh, very, very interesting. So I don't want to go out on a limb. <laughs> <laughs> you just did. That's it. No, but you take a look, and Dave's right. You take a look at the Seminole EC Glass uh, schedule. Next week they get Heritage. Yep. Then you get Liberty Bedford. Liberty Bedford's kind of, you know, they're down a little bit this year. Then you get Amherst, Jefferson Forest, Rustburg, Brookville. Then you get LCA. Right now, everybody that's sitting on top, you get them like the last three right. games of that's the right. season. So trust me, if EC Glass can roll through this schedule and be sitting up there with no loss, you know, with no, uh, you know, not losing. Yeah. If they're not number one in the state, something's wrong. Well, but Jefferson way, Forest, Jefferson same Forest way. hasn't been beaten. No, same way. Get them in the mix there. <laughs> coach just made it the yeah, top thirty-eight. The, the coach's top, <laughs> the great, top, great eight. Great yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. 
All right, so let's talk a little bit about uh, next week's games. I always like to look ahead. Uh, man, we got some good matchups. Um, uh, you guys jump in at any time. Uh, Franklin County at Magna Vista. Uh, this one could be really good. Yeah. Magna Vista's, uh, you know, got a lot of good athletes down there. Franklin County's got to bounce back from, yep. you know, these two defeats. But, uh, um, you know, Jaden Lee, the the running back there, and Eli Fouts for um, Franklin County. Right. Good athletes. Uh, this This one will be a good one. Patrick Henry, William Fleming. Yeah. And let everybody know this. Uh, I saw this on Twitter yesterday. This game is being moved to 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm, okay. So let everybody know that. At so, William Fleming. At William Fleming. Just to uh, saw it on Twitter, and they said to let everybody know, uh, I think Wednesday, uh, tickets are available Wednesday uh, through the school, but okay. right now they're saying five o'clock kickoff. That'll on cut Friday. into Jimmy's corn eating time. It will. I know. I mean, <laughs> you've got to have two hours before the game kicks off. To, you know. <laughs> All right, Bassett at William Bird. Yes. That's that's a pretty good game, I think. Uh, Appomattox at Lord Botetourt. What do you guys think about this? You know, this is going to be a dogfight. Yeah. This this is one of these games that you know, and it makes you wonder. And this is where Coach Harless is so good at this. This game's done. The, you beat Riverheads. It's done. Don't you got right. you got to get yourself get ready for the next game. Right. Next man. Don't celebrate too long. You got to get ready for this game. And trust me, he'll have them ready. Yeah, I I, I agree. I think, uh, but Appomattox Doug Smith's a great coach. He is. I mean, you know, they're going to get Penix into the mix. They threw a right. touchdown pass to him this last uh, or the other night. So Penix is going to touch the ball. Yeah. How about Northside Salem? You know. I look at Northside, and I'm trying to figure Northside out. They're, what, 0-3 right now? You're, you're trying to figure them out because they show, they show flashes of this could be a really good team. They've, they've got, got good athletes They've over got there. some talent yeah. there that you're like, okay, but then at the end of the night, they're always on that backside of it. Yeah. And you're going, uh, but, right. I don't, but I don't know if I want to tangle with Salem right now. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a young team. Yeah, it is. Yep. Angel Rigney, you know, just in there. and so Freshman quarterback. That's what I yeah. mean. So you've got some of that, but you can see they seem to be maturing as as each game right. moves along. And uh, Salem, of course, starting to, to hit it because, like I say, I was surprised at the at the way they beat, you know, William Fleming. Yeah. So it, it just, you never know. That's why... Uh, you can't ever take something for granted. No. Believe right. me. Yeah. That's right. That's a good call out. Uh, Tunstall at Stanton River. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's no. Definitely that's definitely a good one. How about Cave, Cave Spring at Allegheny? Cave Spring, this has got to be the bounce back. Yeah. This has got to be something that you, you know, you really put, you know, you got to get that offense clicking. Right. That That hurt them last night. That defense is such, it's. It's Salem light, and I and I hate to say that, <laughs> but it is Salem system. You know, Coach Leftwich brought that over. It's Salem 2.0 over there, and you're watching it. But, boy, you've got to get that offense moving a little At bit. At least you didn't say Salem fat-free. Exactly. I you mean, know. Salem light, I mean, that's kind of. Well, yeah. But um, uh, how about this one, guys, Hidden Valley at Glenver? You know, I'm trying to figure out Hidden Valley. <laughs> I'm trying to because we watched that game with Cave Spring at the beginning of the year, and there was really no kind of offense. And then all of a sudden they go to the William Bird game and there's offense. And then last night there's offense. And you're sitting there going, where are you guys at right now? Because we're starting to see flashes of last year yeah. right, into the team right now. So this one's going to be interesting. Hey, you got to give Coach Weaver a lot of credit. You know, he played for Coach Hickam. They didn't have the forward pass in their playbook. Right. 
He throws the ball all the time as a coach. All over that field. I mean, he really, and, and I think he utilizes what talent he has, and he likes to air it out. And, and uh, the kid, uh, the quarterback there, did a great job, uh, really. Braden, yep. yeah. Yeah, throwing the ball uh, a couple weeks ago. So, I mean, it's interesting to, to see, you know, but I tease him. I go, you didn't, you didn't have a forward pass in your playbook in right. high school. He said, hey, wait a minute. I hold the record for tight ends for touchdown catches. I'm like, how many was that? He said, five. Look at that. <laughs> nice. But no, this is this is not the team that we saw three weeks ago. No, and I, I think the difference was is once once they especially against William Byrd, when a couple of those receivers right. caught the ball. Yeah. And they were like, Whoa. Right. And I mean the timing was right and I think that, that was the switch. You know, when you win ball games, you give the credit to the kids. When you lose ball games, the coaches take it and say, Look, I didn't have my team prepared. For this. Right. After that first game with Cave Spring, it was like somebody said, I got to prepare these kids in another way. And boy, they've switched it up. They're looking good right now. Yep. yep. Covington at James River, Amherst County at Liberty Bedford, East Glass at Heritage. This is the Jug Bowl. That's, yeah. That's a Ooh, big one. Man. That's going to decide. A, <laughs> that's you, a say the, you say the Jug Bowl, and that it just a vision comes in my mind of, you know, of coach running around with that jug. You know, Coach Bradley. Just, yeah, Coach when Bradley. Coach Bradley wins. Yeah. He takes the jug and he does laps oh, around the Lord. around the field. But we so. may hear this. Oh, oh, there we go. I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> that says it all. How about Brookville and Jefferson Forest? Oh, a couple undefeated teams going at each other. And there. Then the bees. And the bees start yeah, swarming. Here we go. If they do what they did last night. Them bees were swarming last night over Fluvanna. Them flucos didn't know what was hitting them. Yeah, last that night. that big Mike Mike yes. Penix is something to. Yeah, you know, he's going to play on Saturday, right. Somewhere. Um, how about this one, Rustburg at LCA? Look at that. Two See, undefeated teams going at each this other. This is what Dave's talking about. Now you're starting to get into that schedule to where, trust me, when it's all said and done, there's going to be one or two sitting up on top, going, "Here we are," and it wouldn't shock me. If it's EC Glass LCA at the end of the season, playing for who uh, who's got that one loss? Yeah, you. well, when the smoke clears, it's gonna yeah. it's gonna be something to see. Uh, William Campbell at Central Lunenburg. Lunenburg's pretty good this year. Uh, Floyd County at Fort Chiswell. Giles at Narrows. How about that? that? It's always a good yeah. battle. Good game. I mean, you can walk to you know you can throw rocks from school to school over there. Um, Radford at Galax. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's that's the one that's got my attention. Uh, Auburn and Eastmont. I think that's going to be a really good game. Craig County at Montcalm, uh, West Virginia. That one should be a good game. Uh, and then George with at Carroll County. Again, another another good game. And I will remind our our listeners. You know, Highland Springs at Martinsburg, West Virginia is a big game. Yes. Uh, all right, man. I tell you what, these two hours have flown by. They fly by, don't uh, they? Make sure you tune in next week. Make sure uh, uh, you tune into Crunch Time on WPLY. And don't forget, go and vote. Go and vote. Our two games this week are? Get the vote out. What's our two games this week? Uh, we've on? got, let me look them up here. You asked me too quick, Coach. Dave Ross. They are. Northside at Salem. And Hidden Valley, Glenver. And don't forget, if you want to see some uh, football, 3 o'clock today, the battle between LCA and the Franklin County. Very nice. And you can only get that on crunchhssports.com. I like it. So get on there. All right, don't miss next week, five things you need to know about high school football, the Jimmy thing. You know, yeah. you can't miss that. He can't wait to do the next one. We got the grade eight poll uh, or the grade eight debate, we should call it really. 
next week, uh, the Haley Toyota Legends of the Game. I'd like to do uh, William Bird's coach Jeff Heifel. Nice. Uh, okay. We got him in the uh, his interview in the can. That's a that's a good one. A great show today. Thanks you. Thanks to all you listeners uh, out there for making Crunch Time special. Uh, special thanks to our man Dave Ross here. Uh, make sure you check out the Crunch Game of the Week with Dave Ross on our Crunch website all season long. It's good and only getting better. And again, thanks to all you fine folks for listening. Without you, there'd be no show. Uh, we humbly appreciate you. For Coach Randy, Dave Ross, Jimmy Whitaker, and my brother Stu, I'm Carl York. You've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. And remember, it's, it's all, all for, for him. him. Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty. 540-353-7173. WPLY, Roanoke, WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at Sports Radio 92.3.